And welcome to episode 80 of the Virgin Heresy Podcast. My name, as always, you should know this by now, is Jody. I am your hostess with the mostess. And tonight we are going to be talking our fourth and, oh dear God, hopefully our final part <laughs> of our book eight review. I'm not saying that thing got away from us, but fuck it moves fast when it runs. Um, so yes, that's what we're doing tonight. Um we're going to get it done. We've, we, you know us by now. We, we want to go thorough. We want to go in-depth. We want to find all the fun stuff we can. And then a couple of us want to try and find a way of how to break the fucking internet with, you know, <laughs> stacking shit and stuff. But that's, that's just no. how we roll. That's just how we roll. Um, and as you can hear tonight, it's, it's just me and one other in the studio. But, it, of course, we always bring the best. And it is the man, the myth, the legend. The, the one-man industry who keeps pastries and bakers and beer producers in business here in Sweden. It is the Crown Prince himself, Mr. Freddy. How you doing, buddy? Oh, I can't complain. Everything is fucking awesome. Like that oh. Lego movie song. Whatever. Everything oh. is awesome. And we've just found our first song of the evening, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Be warned, it's going to happen. <laughs> yeah. so it's your fault yeah, no, worm now, Freddy. I, I think I, we need to put down a disclaimer. The reason why the fucking book eight episodes has kind of derailed, it is because it's so much oh, fucking content and it's, it's so, so good. good. It's and, so good. Like, and it's, we're not complaining at all. We're not complaining at all. We love it. It's amazing. Keep writing this yeah. stuff, but we're going to get there. We're going to make it happen. <laughs> and if ev anyone has sixth edition Warhammer Fantasy Horrors, let me know because I want them all. Or a sixth edition blood letters you know the ones with the fucking massive axes not the swords but the axes right the axes uh, remember sixth uh, edition like with yeah oh yeah yeah no, i remember Sari, yeah. something something yeah yeah, yeah. The italian dude that went on and did kings of war i think did he was the, was he the one who did the demonettes as well yeah that's so good yeah i oh. know sixth edition demons are like the shit oh that i, I yeah basically if you've got a sixth edition demon army Come play heresy. <laughs> Come play heresy and show us your sixth edition demon army. <laughs> we don't care yes. about the base shapes. I genuinely don't care. Just bring the army. It'd be amazing. <laughs> I, I love like Warhammer Fantasy fourth edition the most, but there's one thing like sixth edition has better, and that's the demon. Demons. Yeah, they they knock like that the out. Fucking, the they knock uh, that out. The all part. the horrors with the the horrors that are coming out of themselves and shit. Mm -hmm. So cool. I need I need to get hold of them. Like, how do I get hold of them? I can't remember which edition it was, but the one of my favorite, a uh, couple of my favorite models were actually Chaos rather than specifically Demon, but it was the Disc Riders, the Disc the oh, Zinch, yeah, the Zinch that, models. That, yeah, that's sixth edition and then. Yeah, and there was another one where there's. The disc Riders. Yeah, one of my favorite models, and it's uh, my buddy Ruben, actually. He has it in his, if he's still got it, his Fantasy Chaos Army. Um, it's the Seleshi Champion. Riding the Seleshi like worm beast thing or whatever it was. Oh, I can't fiends. Yeah, that one. It's so good. I love those models so much. They're amazing. They're just oh yeah. man. So 
Demons, yes. <laughs> but yes, yeah. we are. There is a lot oh, of content to cover. That is a disclaimer. That was last episode. <laughs> yes, that was last episode. We 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 did that one. We did that one hard, and it was yeah. awesome. Um, so before we actually get into the rest of the episode, let me do it really quickly. You know us, you love us. You follow us on Facebook. If you don't, find us on Facebook. Facebook dot com forward slash the Verangian Heresy Podcast. We've got a group attached on there. Jump in. If you want us to review lists, talk about anything in particular, um, if you want to order a Freddy Real doll, if you want just general verbal abuse back at you, or if you'd like some help with events or anything along those lines, or anything else, really, drop us an email, theranchinheresy at gmail.com. Send us a message. We will answer. Or message us via the Facebook, group, uh, Facebook page. One of us is always on there. Usually yeah. Freddy, because it's not like he's busy... <laughs> He isn't busy enough with, you know, the rest of life that you find time to do that as well. But I'm just saying, you know, you wear well, underpants feel, on the I'll outside. Feel bad if I don't answer. I do too, but I'm looking at it. Oh, right, I've got a message. Hang on. I'll turn around. Right, Freddie's got to it. Okay. Um. <laughs> you, know, you know, run between meetings. I have to answer something. <laughs> Otherwise, I feel bad. Yeah. People shouldn't have to wait. Not when it comes to heresy and narrative. No, this is true. Very true. And as as always, if you like what we're doing and you'd love to, you'd like to give us a bit of support, help us with the running costs uh, and become part of our Patreon group, the High Lords. Uh, go to uh, patreon.com forward slash the Varangian Heresy and give us a little bit of love. There'll be some uh, links for that and other important stuff in the show notes as well. Um, but yeah, that's the social medias out of the way. We Instagram, we have a Twitter, we still haven't used it. So. Like I said, I think I shot it last week just to make sure it was out of its misery. Um, but that's at Varangian Heresy as well, so you can get us on there. Um, so, yeah, that's everything. We've got a lot to talk about in this introduction as well, haven't we, Freddie? Yeah. It's been, <laughs> yeah, just... it's been Heresy Friday, like, on the fucking anabolics. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's just like, it's, it, it was really cool. It was like, hey, this is going to be awesome. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, there's heresy stuff. There's like getting mugged by like 20 people. You sort of manage to get up, bam, knocked down again. It's like, okay, please be so gentle. We love you. We love you lots. And and just on a completely other note, which is not important at all, heresy related whatsoever, they've released a halfling team for Blood Bowl. I'm so happy. I love halflings. <laughs> halflings were amazing in Blood Bowl. The dirtiest little bastards you could ever play. Ah, they were amazing. I, I remember in fantasy when he had that, uh, what was it, like the uh, fucking hot pot uh, catapult or some shit? You can still buy it. They've got it on order as well. You can custom order that now. It's awesome. Oh. <laughs> That's one of, the, one of the greatest minis ever is the hot pot cannon. It's amazing. Um, I love it. But yeah, no, I'm just, I'm, I'm a massive fan of the halfling team because I, first of all, my, my, most of my teams died to halflings because they just, got round and fouled the shit out of you and you usually end up getting killed um, to when I went, right, I'm going to do this, and then promptly went and won two leagues with them and went, oh, okay. <laughs> I think I found my jam. <laughs> but they, well, those guys it, are awesome. Aren't you like an Age of Sigmar expert? Is there halflings in, in the, those square Discworlds that are floating around? How dare you, sir? How, no, no. Magnus, Magnus is the apologetic for everything after 7th and 1st edition heresy. It's probably his shit. I, I have nothing to do with that, apart from steampunk dwarfs, because they're fucking cool. But otherwise, uh, no. 
well, but I, I'm, I'm you sure. You go I mean, there, and I'm gonna look. I'm gonna actually. You go and look. Work. I'm gonna go and research this. Oh God! Oh God! Don't get lost in there, Freddy. Don't get lost yeah, in I'm there. I'm gonna go to the evil site itself. Games. <laughs> but they're also, uh, they're also, they've got the old Tree Man model. I think, I think it's the old Tree Man model as well. Um, yeah, oh. for the halflings. The old Tree Man. Tree were they? Man were the, they being uh, called bubble. halflings? I haven't got a fucking clue. I haven't got a clue what they'd be called right now. They'd probably be called meatballs or something random or not fullings or something. I don't know. They keep renaming stuff. I get, you know, not a clue. They would be some faction, wouldn't they? They would be order, maybe. They would probably be good guys. You have high elves. Now, is that the... Oh, they might be free people. I don't know. So they, they, they don't owe money to be Yeah. <laughs> they don't cost you they anything. They people, which would be the opposite. Are they under order of chaos? Oh. Honest to God, old, I haven't got a fucking clue. They used old empire stuff. Free people. Oh, and, and the best part is, when I go in on his workshop webpage, and I open free people... All the bases are square. Yay! <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Hashtag square basic for life. <laughs> oh, bless. Uh, <laughs> right, pull yourself out of there, man. We've got heresies to talk about. Yeah, yeah. Well, pull it back. apparently pull it back. there's it back. no halflings. I'm sorry. There's no halflings in fucking... Right, you, know, you now know more about that the Age of Sigmar than I do, so that's okay. Yep. I know uh, there's no hard things in Sigmar. Apparently, they all died. Cool. Uh, yeah, they went the way of the squats. So. Oh, too soon. The, the squats are still alive. Yeah, well, yeah. So the halflings probably, but you know. <laughs> Five thousand two hundred eighty pounds in my shopping cart at Fortrell. Why? <laughs> okay. do, do not hit checkout. Do not hit checkout. <laughs> all right. Anyway, focus. Okay, new shit. Focus, new shit. Well, let's 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 get our hobby progress out of the way very quickly because that's where we normally start off. So, what have you been up to, hobby wise, dude? Uh, I have been writing on chapter three of the red yep. book. Uh, chapter cool. two, I finished like what two weeks ago? Last yep, week? Two weeks. I can't yep. remember now. Everything. I, think, is just I think it was last week, actually. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I have been working a lot on train for Lincoln. Also, I've been working on my nights for. Um, for Lincoln, <laughs> yep, and a little bit of uh, random dudes here and there for Lincoln, some BFG for Lincoln, and yeah, that's about it. I haven't done much. I've been working so much. Yeah, not much at all. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I love you, man. You always put. His... <laughs> I'm like 99% finished with my war, my second warlord for my Adeptus Titanicus. Nice, looking at Titanicus walking strong. Yeah, fuck yeah, Litanikos is like walking all over this place. Fuck yeah, that's what I like to hear. Um, what have I been up to hobby-wise? Well, terrain. I've got terrain stuff I'm working on for Lincoln. I've uh, got to go get some more undercoat for that tomorrow because that ran out and that was annoying. Uh, Titan still, as always. And I got the... How did I do this the last time? I can't remember. I got the last bits in for my World Eaters list. So. I technically have all the models. I just need the time to paint them, uh, which I don't have because I'm painting other stuff, which is more important. Um, Technicalities. 
Yeah, well, you know, that stuff that needs prior priorities, more like terrain for Lincoln and commissions that need to go out before I before I start painting stuff for myself. So I'm I'm not stressing about that. Um, but I am also in the last three two and a half weeks of my final school project. So I'm currently learning all the computer programming to make three dimensional escape rooms and stuff, uh, digital escape rooms, which is all the fun. Um, <laughs> If my beard wasn't going grey before, it fucking well is now. That's what I'm saying. I'm I'm losing more hair, which is even worse. It's At least on the top. I oh, dude, believe believe me, I am. Um, anyway, so that, that's that's what I've been working on. So that's that's the hobby stuff out of the way because this is you know that needs to be done. So let's get. Shall we get the? Because it's four twelve Friday as we're recording. So yep. let's get the new stuff out on the Forge World page, first of all. And Ooh. White Scars have dropped. The new stuff for the White Scars has dropped. Apparently it's new white, not black. Mm-hmm. The yep. new black we're talking about later. Oh, yeah, the new black we're talking about later, exactly. <laughs> um, but this is, this is the White Scars. So we've got um, the Leviathan Teen Dreadnought, which I have to admit I love. I think that model is absolutely gorgeous. Um, wants me you... to, I want them to make a fucking Empress Children one. I think they, we're going to get them. I think that was the whole plan. But I think it's. Uh, I've, I, I love this. I love the beaten metal style, beaten metal on the front panels. Um, looks really nice. The details are gorgeous. Um, but I'm looking forward to getting an Iron Warriors one. So, or a World Eaters one, actually. That would be pretty cool. I'd like to see what they're going to do with that. Yeah. Well,. Like, I, I, I kitbatched when I did my World Eaters. I, I used yeah. to mix the Death Guards and the World Eater ones. Mm-hmm. They're pretty bad because they're kind of like uh, have the same amount of studs and shit and looks a bit equally feral. Yeah. So. That's pretty cool. I, li- I like that sort of co- those sort of ideas. So, uh, yeah, you just yeah, cut off the, like... the Legion mark and shit and then it was all good. Yeah, definitely. But I, I really like what they've done here with this one. It looks pretty cool. Um, so they've got that with and without weapon options. Um, and then you've got the uh, Praetor on foot, the Artificer, or power, God knows why you'd put him in power armor, but the um, the, the Artificer. Is that Mark II he's wearing? Yep, Mark yeah, II. Yeah, Mark II, yeah, yeah. Mark II for the win. Yeah, Which it's is, gorgeous. haven't seen yeah. that in a Praetor for a while. No, that's what I was thinking. We haven't seen that in a while. That's why I was a little bit, bit knocked by it, but... I love the model. Again, another awesome model. Um, uh, I don't want to do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. I'm a little bit sad of the paint paint job on the display model, but that's just what it is, I guess. I can't. It's more than... It's the close-ups. It's the close-ups. And it's not... It's not... You know, the guys are painting it so we can see it. At all angles, I'm not going to knock it. It's good work. It's really good work, but it's just sometimes the close-up photos they don't do it justice, and I feel for them because yeah. yeah the, on, the only thing I I feel is that the face is not the standards that we used to, ah. and you, you, it's very much painted in. But it's happened with all of them. Like they're very much painted in a GV main sort of style. Yeah, which is and sad. Yeah, it used to was... be. It used to be like that. They were supposed to be not just the tabletop standard, but the fucking top-notch yeah. standard. And it seems like they it's have that... kind of dropped that a bit. 
Well, I mean, again, I don't I, because we've talked to you know we've had conversations with people like Andy and Henry and that, and we know that you know the guys sometimes they just they have to paint stuff to get it out. They also have to paint stuff to, to highlight certain areas over others. I just think it's it, it's just a shame. And I, as a painter, I feel for the other painters when they when you look at something and go, yeah, I can see that now. This could have been done better. It just like I feel for them. That's the picture they took and went with. You know what I mean? But More the that. model, like if you look at the model, in, right? With all of these models, uh, Fortra, like they they have so much potential and so much detail and so much richness mm. and and it's. Yeah, that's, I guess pretty that's basic us. edge highlighting on them. Mm. I think, but I think that's for us to then take in and uh, go make it look. Do you know what I think is one of the main problems? What's that? And now probably I'm going to be lynched about that. I think right. that they have to start painting this shit using Games Workshop colors only. Uh, yeah, that wouldn't surprise me. If, if you look at yeah. if you look at like if you look at the style, it it is so classic ink, edge mm -hmm. highlighting, kind yeah. of. Yeah, I mean, if you got a, the bottom line is if your company's got a brand, you're going to stick to it. But I get I get what you're saying because it wasn't like that for the longest time. But I will say, oh, I've got to say. But this. if you take this Praetor, yeah, and, and you compare it to like an earlier Praetor, oh yeah, you will see a, a significant difference in. Yeah. Uh, painting quality and i i have to say this two things one i want this praetor model i want to use it in an army it won't be white scars it will take some detail removal but it's a beautiful model i have to say um i really love I, it i would love him with a you know the um, uh the heavy chain chain sword so yeah 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 the chain glaive or something like that yeah and I, also, I, I, I this, this would got, actually really work nice with the phoenix spear it would. I was thinking about this guy uh, for World Eaters and yeah. giving him a gigantic fuck-off axe or something on there and then possibly putting him in with a unit of um, Assault Marines, so giving him a jump pack. Yeah. Which but it I looks think like you, you can take off that little mini skirt thing on the back. Do you know what? I, yeah, but I quite like that, actually. I quite, I quite like that as a detail. You can have some fun with that. As well, so it's it's nice. It's just a nice detail. But I, I and the other thing is, I would love to see the. I don't know if anybody could do this or how they would do this. I would love to see this, the upper half of this model, sort of leaning off the side of a or leaning out of the side of a jet bike or something. You know, like he's going for the swipe down below. That would look pretty oh, cool. Yeah. That would look. I think that would look pretty boss. You know, sort of coming in for that low swing or whatever. Um, but again, that 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 would take some modelling, but that would look pretty fucking awesome. Um, but yeah, though this one's definitely on my to to shop list at some point because he's pretty he's pretty awesome, and I like the two heads. Uh, I just like you know, they're, they're they're interchangeable. They're really cool. Um, and one other model I do want to shout out because we'll talk about the Titanicus stuff in a minute because we I think we talked about that last time actually, didn't we? The Gatling blaster and the volcano cannon were out for the. Um, yeah. Epic. Um, I can't remember if we mentioned it or not, but the high, the Necromunda hired guns. Oh yeah, the sniper and the old veteran dude. Yeah, because the funny thing is, the sniper guy is kind of what I had envisioned for a um, for a heretic, you know, 
traitor traitor side assassin model. It's almost almost what I pictured <laughs> in my head of what I wanted, like the bag over the head or something something cool like that. So I might find use for him at some like point. Scarecrow. Yeah, basically, do something like that. I just like the model. I think I'd probably mess around with the left arm and get rid of the knife or something. But yeah, that could be or a do, lot of fun. Uh, a more more chaotic knife, I guess. Yeah, something like that, or maybe I don't know, holding something a bit more interesting. I don't know, but I, I just really love that model. I think it's really cool. Um, so yeah, there's there's that as well, which I look forward to uh, playing around with at some point. <sighs> so that's the releases. That's the. That's oh, the don't forget the, the mega dildo. Oh uh, well. Oh yeah. That, oh, that's on pre-order now, isn't it? Yeah. Sorry, my apologies. I, I, no, I'm it's in, on sale. Is it on sale? It is on sale. Yeah. My bad. My bad. Okay, everybody screaming at same me. With like, the, same, you know, same with the dreadnought drop pod. Yes, true. The dreadnought drop pod. About time that came back. Maybe, maybe we'll see the Gorgon transport at some point. <sighs> Reset the clock. I've said it. There we are. We'll see what happens. Um, the dildo, the, the gigantic fucking dildo, the drill dildo, the drill dodo, the drill dildozer, the drill or whatever dildo. we're calling it. It's a fucking huge lump of resin. And I know, the funny thing is, I know that there there's theme reasons for them, but I always wonder why they, with something this big, why they put um, things like volkites and stuff on them. Uh, on the front, it's just like, uh, yeah, this thing's going to do a thing, and it does its thing, and oh, look, we've got a couple of Volkite shots. I mean, they count. Always, you know, you never know what you might get lucky with, but I don't know. It just feels like you're putting well, a piece. It's like the, the big Ordinatus thing. Yeah, it just yeah, feels like you're putting a... Well, at the back there. Yeah, it just feels like you're putting a pea shooter on a 50 cal or something, you know? Um, when, when I try to <laughs> fight... Uh, Chris from the Forgotten Legion, his fucking backfiring Volkites were a pain in the ass. Were they? Okay. Yeah. I stand corrected then. I've, I've just, I guess I've never had the, the joy of getting shot from, shot from a back rear-facing Volkite. Well, it was the only place I could try and fucking melt-a-bomb him to death. <laughs> okay. Without, without being well, in front of the fucking sense. Mega Ray. <laughs> and that makes sense, at least. So there we are. Um, okay, so let's Here's the other thing. We had Warhammer Fest over yep. the past weekend, and oh, Lord, did what a that fest. Stir, what a fest. Oh, did that stir some shit up? Um, and very little of that stirring had anything to do with models. It was mostly the, um, the new contrast paints. Oh, yeah. Which um, I, 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 I must say, I'm, I'm extremely proud of my Twitter feed and a majority of groups for all the memes of poor Duncan out there after doing two thin coats for the past year or so. And now it's like one thick coat, just the amount <laughs> of memes were, were just amazing. Um, be proud of yourself community. You did some fun shit with that one. Um, but there's been a, sadly it's been a fair amount of hate going out towards them from what I've seen. I mean, what's, <laughs> what's been your take on them, Freddie? I don't know. Like uh, I talked to Henry about him and he yeah. said that he, he really likes them. And I guess, well, basically, my only thing that I, I picked up from it is it is instead of you use painting something and then uh, washing something, well, you know, you don't have to wash something because mm. it's all in one go. So, so for yeah. those, I guess it's kind of like what we do with our airbrush. You do like the pre work, 
yeah. and you go into the details anyway because ninety yeah. percent of the fucking work is when you're doing your your nice uh, Windsor and Newton Series Seven <laughs> finest sable zero air uh, little brush. Yeah, the airbrush work takes like five seconds, and then the rest is just hard fucking jacka trying to paint with your normal brushes. Yeah. So I, I think it I think it will help people that don't have an airbrush. Yeah. And, and definitely help people that do have an airbrush just to save time. And if it makes people painting <laughs> actually paint more armies. I think if they get the base pattern down, they can focus more on details and stuff. So I, yeah, I, I hope I hope that it's going to help people have more painted armies. And myself, yeah. I don't really care what kind of paint it is. I, I love experimenting with new paints. I like it. Same happened with those, you know, the Green Stuff Worlds. The yeah, yeah, painting, yeah. Uh, color shift color shift. I, yeah, I experiment a bit them. And, you know, I, I'll try everything. Yeah, I think I that mean... I'll try and, like, basically, the kind of in between a shade and a normal paint. So, yeah. I mean, at, at the end of the day, I think anything that gets more fully painted armies on the tabletop, I'm down for. You yeah, know? and the 40k I mean, community it's... really needs this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the day they release something that will go over grey plastic and that there'll be no excuse. Um, <laughs> you know, yeah. just here's a paint over the top. There we are, done. Um, but I just, honestly, I just think it's, you know, if you don't like them, don't, don't use them. Yeah, don't use them. And if you're not sure, have some fun and try them. Who knows what's going to happen? It could they could be pretty cool. Um, I'll probably have a play with them at some point when they come out and see what they're like. There's potential somewhere. Yeah. Um, and if they're not, then nobody's really losing out. Just you know, somebody's going to find it the, the best way to get their um, to yeah, get their, their uh, army out. Yeah, and like I said, a painted army on the tabletop is a hundred percent better than no uh, unpainted army on the tabletop. So yeah. fucking a go for it. I, I think I'm gonna uh, use them to experiment a little bit with um, you know bringing a demon army because then it could be like a bit crazy and silly if you don't. If, if oh, you it, mean, the contrast doesn't really work well, it doesn't matter because they're demons, and then you can kind of tighten it all up with an airbrush and shit. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I think I think you cut up just a little a split second there, but yeah, demons would be ideal. But demons would be ideal to try this one on, and if you, you know, have a play around with, you know, pre-shading or, you know, messing around with whatever different but colors underneath the stuff and see what happens. You know, I think the, the more thing that everyone seemed to miss was that the, <clears throat> well, it has been floating around a little bit on Facebook, but for people that were kind of looking for it, they knew it and they saw that the the old Force World paints are back. But yep. in uh, the new bottles, like, I mean, not new bottles, in Citadel Paints bottles, yep. which yeah. is kind of interesting. That's good. It's all always useful. Mm. The, the only concern I have is that it's a different company that does Citadel Paints there compared to the one that did the Fortwell Paints. So, um, but I, I like, I'm, I'm not going to fucking judge it before I try it. So I, I'm just hoping it's going to be the same good quality as they were before. So. Yeah, and one thing about Citadel Paints is that they have 
have increased, like they have back in the eighties, they were the shit. And then I don't know, like those, do you remember the screw on bottles? Yes. Oh my fucking, that was horrendous. Yeah, they they were the old um, the old what was it bolter shell ones or whatever they were. Yeah. They were they were a nightmare. And but I remember the I mean I remember back all the way back to the old sort of proper like clip pots where you had like amethyst, purple, uh, metallics and stuff like that. And you know good old um, snake bite yeah, leather, the, chestnut brown, chestnut ink. Oh, the such one with a good basically wash. are P three paints now. Yeah. Uh, it's just, it's just amazing stuff. It's like, oh, so good. Uh, yeah, <laughs> miss that stuff. It's so much fun. Um, but yeah, I, I know JP. Funny thing is, I think JP was last time I spoke. We spoke to him. He was still using an old pot of lead um, snake bite leather, like old pot, and it was still going. But it was running out. JP, if you listen to this, give us a heads up, man. Is that pot still going? I want to know if it's still alive, dude. <laughs> if you manage to eke it out a bit. Because that would be pretty cool. Um, but yeah, so anyway, but like we said, if it gets an army on the tabletop painted, it's fucking awesome. Do it. Get up there and have some fun. Nobody's going to turn their nose up at an army that's painted that way. At the end of the day, 99 times out of 100, you can't tell how somebody's what somebody's used to paint their armies anyway. Unless I, I think people just have to realize that this is just, regardless of the way that you do your base coat, either yeah. if you do clear metallics and you do the pre-shading and whatnot, it, it it still comes down, and I'm pretty sure Andy Wardle, Mr. Slayer Man, <laughs> uh, will come down to it. It still comes down to the irregular fucking brushwork in the end yeah. to tidy shit up. It really does. I mean, that, that, it's, that's... it's just your foundation. And regardless of how you do your foundation, it's your, yeah, like you, you tie shit together later on. So. Yeah, you always do at the end of it. That's the best thing. Um, so yeah, so that that the contrast paints that's that out of the way. That's 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 know they're going to have a positive impact. And now let's talk about the stuff that we've been looking forward to talking about. Where to begin? Where, so to, begin, many, where to begin? So many traitor releases. Oh my god! Yeah, I know. It's it's literally there was nothing but traitor releases this weekend. I mean, there were some nice previews of. Oh, well, let's be fair. We did have the white scars as well, and the blood angels. They did do some, you know, painted up. There's a painted up picture on community of the uh, the flying dreadnought. The uh, Ebon Keshig are up there. There were some beautiful pictures of the land speeders. Oh, they look so good. Yeah, the white scar biker as well, with his lance and everything. That and some, you know, they they just look the fucking business. They really do. Those bikes are awesome um, because they they they're styled differently. They're oh, I can't, I yeah, I love those things. They they're gorgeous. So I'm very much looking forward to those hitting the tabletop. But apart from that, everything had a traitor theme, and it was amazing. Um, let's start. I, I want. I really want to start because I asked this on our Facebook page. Okay, when I when I dropped the pictures, I put this on the Facebook page. The new Chaos Knights, yeah. primarily aimed at 40k. Primarily aimed at 40k. No arguments there. However, do they have a place in the Heresy as models? What's your what's your hot take on that, Freddie? Yes or no? My my hot take on that is that if you take a Chaos Knight and you buy a normal knight and then you mix and match, it's going to be fucking awesome. You can do yeah. like Sons of Horrors Re- Reaver theme knife uh, knights. You can, well, if you don't even buy a Loyalist knight, it's bam! It's like a fucking Night Lord knight. 
chapter. Oh, God, yeah, 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 there is. <laughs> but, yeah. But, but I'm saying, like, you, you can tone it up and down as much as you want, and, mm. and the bits that you get is awesome. Like, uh, I think there was comments on the Facebook page as well about that fucking hook on the fucking chainsaw. And that was yeah. the first thing I noticed as well. That's oh, that's so fucking cool. <laughs> that's so gonna you, fuck, you, you can fuck use take that one. <laughs> you can use take that one and add it to one of your normal lights. Yeah, so oh. I, I think you get one of them. You're gonna get heaps of cool bits, and and you just use one piece here, one piece there. Don't go over the top. Yeah, and it's gonna look cool. See, I what I love about these knights is the legs. I love they've got the warhound style legs. You know the sort of bend back bend legs. Yeah, I love that. I think they're awesome, and I think that I, I just is just from painting. I, I like the uh, same thing. Take a take a knight like a paladin or something like that, and, and mash this to, these two kits together. Yeah, you have legs. some funky. Yeah, you're gonna have a funky looking knight, and you can have some theme with it. I mean, personally, I could see like two or three of those running alongside a warhound, like a fast moving. Um, like mini mana pool kind of thing that would be pretty fucking cool to see um, you know stuff like that but I think the other point is that if you're doing late heresy stuff these actually do have, you could say these have a place as they are maybe tone them down a little it's your call but um, definitely towards the late end the, the sort of siege and you know if you're doing anything around the siege timeline or even well, everyone is fucked up. So. <laughs> exactly, but basically, then everybody's fucked up. You can get away with it, but I think that there there is a point, especially if you're doing early heresy stuff, where the sheer amount of chaotic influence on these things probably needs to be toned down a little bit. Yeah, well, I've always been like a massive uh, fan of uh, less is more, so I think yeah. that if you take them and mix them with normal knights. Mm -hmm. uh, those little details are going to stand out much more. It's not going to be that kind of crowded, it's too much sort of thing. It's like too chaotic. Mm -hmm. But if you take bits and pieces from here and there, you're just going to make your entire night army a bit more sinister. And it's going to look yeah. way cooler. So uh, same with that, 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 that's why I'm kind of... <laughs> why don't... I'm not super enjoying the the eighth edition, some of the chaos it releases because I liked the a little bit way back, like the Forge World upgrade kits because they were subtle, mm -hmm. but in the way they were subtle, they made them look really sinister. So less is more like, yeah, because if you do it too much, it becomes fucking cartoony and goofy. Yeah. I mean, if, if you want, and like you say, if you want to go over the top, then by doing more on certain things in the army, is a really good way of making them stand out, uh, making you know, like key character pieces or whatever that could work really well um, as a, as an extra step. Then, so yeah, that's that's pretty fucking cool. So there's the knights, which I can't wait to get my hands on. Um, the, the 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 other knights of the yeah. order. Yes, yes, exactly. There's there's lots of uh, no. Do we want to go to the knights of the order, or should we leave them for later? Oh, it's up to you, mate. You're the well, hostess with the mostess. Well, I do try. I do try. Well, because what I'm looking at is the next thing that caught my eye was the um, CAD renderings of the demon brutes, the gigantic demon brutes with fuck-off axes and hammers, and God, they look good. 
Um, and the pictures there are absolutely stunning. So um, I think there's a an actual like demon lord picture here where he's grabbing an actual marine. <laughs> he's got like four scale. Here's a marine in his hand. It's like, yeah, yeah okay, that's pretty cool. Yeah, that'll do. do. As you do. And yeah, the, the demonic stuff looks oh, so pretty. So, so pretty. Um, yeah, I mean, what, what's your take on these bad boys? Uh, I have to say, I liked it. Like, I think they're, they're like mini Samuses. Yeah, they're, that's, they're, a, that's they're, a good idea. They, yeah, they, they cast in kind of the same theme as Samuses. Mm-hmm. Or Samus. Is, so I, yeah. I get... So, and Samus, if you feel them in the army, it's kind of Cornish. Mm. So I don't know, but I, I think that it's it's good that they have some generic demons. Yeah, because they already have fuckloads of uh, like you can fill this slot with heaps of Games Workshop products. Yeah, definitely. So it's good that they have some sort of and and I like it because I've always been keen on doing a Samus themed uh, demon army. Nice. That will look so good on the tabletop as well. Um, and I like, I like the fact that, I mean, it's sort of harking back to um, the Weekender where you were uh, when they yeah. talked about the, the, the fact that the, the model on Sanguinius' base um, was actually a model, that, you know, part of a range they were going to release, which is what we're seeing now. It's like one of the brute models that's effectively what's pinned to his base, and now we're getting to see what they look like in their, you know, tabletop glory, um, which I think is very cool, and I really like seeing that stuff. So, uh, yeah, I think demon, demon armies are just going to... They're going to be such a good army to, to go nuts with playing, painting, you know, converting. You could just go balls out with whatever you want on those. Um, and like we said last time, I'm very much looking forward to seeing them on the uh, on the tabletop when they arrive on mass. So yeah. that'll be pretty cool. Uh, okay, so let's let's jump into the next. Because I'm leaving I'm leaving the first legion to last because I love them so much. And they're <laughs> gonna be so much fun. Uh, Titanicus. Yes, it's it, it's, so, it's it's very heresy related. Before anybody says anything, they released some new knights. So we've got the um, is it the Knight Warden? I think it is. The one with um, the yeah, missile with, uh, launcher, uh, the, the gauntlet and stuff. stuff. Yeah, it looks again, it looks very cool. Like it. Um, there's. No one cares about it. Let's talk about the Perferon. <laughs> I was going to build up to that, man. And you got <laughs> Reaver weapon options. So hopefully, we're going to see those. I'm sure we will scaled up, so they're going to be available to go on 28 mil scale Reavers. Because I know a few people with Reavers who would probably like those on top as well. Um, because they're not subtle at all. Um, and yes, the Puffiron. Um, I love that. I I love the Puffiron model. I mean, literally, it is like my favorite knight to build and paint, closely followed by the Lancer. Uh, because they're go- it's a gorgeous model as well. But this Puffiron, I love it. Um. I have to say, I was a bit surprised there that they didn't release upgrade kit for the fucking uh, Serastus Knights. Yeah, maybe. I mean, it might upgrades. I get, but I think it's more of a something that small. Yeah, it, but, well, I mean, like uh, because we we have the 
we have the body, but they should do like so we can do the. So, we're talking, and... so we're talking like what would it be? It would be heads, carapace weapons, and arms, effectively, for yeah. most of them. Yeah, I mean, it, it, who knows? Maybe it'll come out, but you like know, a knight happens. upgrade kit, because like even the the crusader can have missile launchers on top. So. Yeah, fair point. Well, if, if anybody who was actually at the event knows anything that, that can shed some light on that, <laughs> please let us know. We'd appreciate it. Um, there's some new Titanicus dice out as well. They've got a loyalist and a traitor set, uh, which traitors. is awesome. It says loyalist and traitors. I mean, I don't know why they've got the Eye of Horus on the traitors set. I really don't. It doesn't make any sense. That should be the Imperial Eagle, but, you know, apparently yeah, that's It should, should be freedom fighters and op- oppressors. <laughs> Uh, but there's also a set, of, a couple of sets of transfers that come out, which is awesome. Um, I, lo- I I just love the transfers. They're such such good quality. Just want to see, you know, transfers for the Heresy now for the Legions, please. There's one Empress Children transfers to come back, maybe. Hint yeah, in. that hinted nudge nudge wink wink. Get the fuck on with it. Um, there's uh, stratagem decks out for Titanicus as well, uh, which is pretty cool. Titans of Legend, uh, the, like I said, the, the Acastus Knight uh, sets are there, Loyalist Titan Legends, and then there is the Terrain. Oh, oh Jimmy, this is some really pretty stuff. Um, so, so very cool. Uh, worst bit is I'd be worried about losing half that shit on the floor while painting it or something, pinging off somewhere and going, fuck, I'm going to find that barrier now. And it's like, like a centimeter long or whatever, two centimeters long. Fuck, I've lost it. Ah! Um, but other than that, super cool stuff, and it's just going to add and add and add to the to the quality of the games that are out there. So, got to be loving that stuff, Freddie. Yeah, fuck yeah! I'm so tempted of buying a, a Titan <laughs> board. <laughs> one of the tile? Will you be one of the tiles or a whole board's worth? I hold both words. Yeah. What would I need with one of the tiles? Maybe I don't know, you might be theme stuff, you know. Yeah, yeah, there is that. Um, but yeah, that stuff is so cool. Um, and then we've got some because I'm just looking through the pictures I've posted on our Facebook uh, feed. Then we've actually got some painted pictures of the brutes, which is kind of interesting because they've done two color tone on them. They, I think that's just trying to show that they work for different schemes as much as anything. Um, I like well, it. I think aren't they painting it the way uh kind of fit with the, the sanguineous base theme? So black and red sort of. I th- yeah, it's it's more of a I don't know, it quite possibly. I'm I'm not going to make a call on it, but I I like the fact that it kind of shows that these models can look really good in one like dark blue color and it also fits well with the red and you know, it shows them in different colors at the same time. Which is what I like, just from a painting style. Um, if you sell, effectively, if you're trying to sell something, show that it works in more than just one color. So not everybody goes, "Oh, they're just corn brutes." That's all we can use them for. Um, and that hammer looks fucking horrific. <laughs> As in, it would Only ruin it anybody's day, and I think it's gorgeous. Oh, yeah, which the way my dice rolls go is probably probably what would happen. Uh, but it lo- it looks gorgeous. And... Well, I guess I'll have to put you up against a demon army. For... Yeah, you just have to do it. As long as I can play separatist, I don't mind. Or they can play separatist. I'm not playing loyalist. I refuse. 
because uh, that's just dirty. That's <laughs> dirty. Uh, well, you've uh, already been called out for a grudge match. Have I? Yeah. Have I? Okay, fair Can enough. even check our own fucking Facebook page? Uh, yeah, of course I do. Of course I do. I was just testing you, really. <laughs> who, who, who called me out? Uh, I think Ken did. Really? Okay, bring it. Yeah. Amen. Oh, I'm pretty I'm sure it was brought in. Uh, it, it, it shall be brun, no matter what happens. <laughs> um, there's a new uh, Golden Boys flyer model out, which we covered in the second episode, I think, with the 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 weird looking cannon on the front of it and stuff and things. Um, but yay, more Golden Boy stuff. Um, trying to be positive towards it, but I just can't. So you're moving not, on, you're not, you're not partial at all. Not at all. Not at all. I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not even Golden Boy curious. I'm just like, no, I'm good. Fun models to paint, but no, thank you. Um, so let's move on. And I'm really, I'm a little sad that Magnus isn't here because <laughs> I've been wanting to tease him about this traitor release for ages. Um, but the Dark Angel models have been previewed. Yeah. How awesome as this. They've, they've been well, previewed. Uh, his his uh, message was that he will buy everything. Oh, yeah. It, oh. <laughs> he will buy everything. And yeah, that's it. Forge World, make sure you stock he'll sell up. Sell his car that... and he'll buy everything. Yeah, because Magnus is coming. And Magnus will do something wrong as far as his missus is concerned, but if she doesn't find out, he's fine. <laughs> well, if he if he sells his car, then then obviously the account won't matter. She no, he won't that's... be able to get to work. <laughs> he won't be able to escape his wife, is what I'm thinking of more than anything else. Well, she goes to work too, so that's true, but if he's got no car, he can't run away. Um, oh, <laughs> well, we well, dark angel models at her. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we're definitely uh, yeah. Let's not get into the, mar- uh, the, the marital advice because there's no way <laughs> that's definitely not a thing of mine. Anyway, let's move on. <laughs> um, but yeah, the Levi- the, they've so what they've dropped is they've dropped the Leviathan pic- pictures of the Leviathan, the the Terminator Praetor, the Power Armor Praetor. And the Contemptor, just like they did with the Blood Angels when they previewed stuff. Um, but no is... specialist units. No, that, that one's, I think, yeah, I think we're going to have to wait. That was going to come out next week, or the weekender, I think. We're going to see some of that um, the next weekender, most likely, um, judging on what's happened before. But, Freddie, what's, yep. what's your hot take on these bad boys now that they've seen them? Uh, I can't complain. I think they're very thematic and fit the the whole theme with them. I like that. Mm-hmm. Um, just like the white scars, it's kind of like a Mark II Legion. Yeah. So, but they they have their own take on it, really. Like the whole. Um, so, I I can see a lot of people trying to steal these and use them for uh, Black Templars or and shit. And there's going to be a lot of uh, kit batching. For the Imperial Fist player, yeah, the Templar Bredens and stuff. Mm-hmm. But it's good at. But compare, I remember the old head upgrade and the new head for the Praetor is definitely, definitely not in in line with the the. It's Sergeant fuck. It's Sergeant fucking Teleon from the Ultramarines. Yeah. If you go and look at his Teleon's, the same Teleon head. It, it really is, and it's it's the. Uh, like yeah, it's the only thing. I hope there's a helmet swap for it 
because I think a helmet on this guy would look amazing. You yeah, know, well, I think aren't the new releases always do a helmet swap? Yeah, I mean, I'm just it, it's not showing it, which they've done before. Um, which is what I mean. It's like the, there's no like little helmet swap next to it or anything um, on the picture, but that that just might be a, a preview choice. But I love but I, I love. But the, I think the the head from the dark. No, do they even sell that anymore? Let me see. Uh, I don't know. Actually, that's a very good question. I'm I don't trying know to I, have a you're, look. Gonna, you're having a dig around, are you? Cool. Lloyd's Legions. Dark Angels. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, that's yeah, a, that's do. a yeah, okay, go. So I think that if you swap the the head for the one that's in the Dark Angels headset yeah. instead of the guy that is there, it's going to look so much better. Cool. I mean, again, I think they'll have a head swap there. They'll have one for a helmet, which I think will be awesome. Um, and I do, I do love the the styling on it um, very much. So I mean, I'd like to find a way to a reason to use that in another army. To be fair. Um, I'm sure there's there's ways. Well, but, the, um, the, like the, the entire Dark Angel, the Mark, the Mark II upgrades are so fucking good. It's just a shame yeah. that they don't sell Mark II anymore. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. I because do. They it, look fucking smashing. They they really do. They are absolutely fucking gorgeous, and um, I love. I mean. I love the details they've done on the uh, things like the Contemptor and stuff like that. I mean, there's no getting away from the whole angel theme, the Dark Angel theme with you know the the monastic theme and and all that sort of jazz. But I like the segmented shoulder pad they've put on him, for example, on his power fist. So yeah. there's a you know that sort of thing. Uh, the her- the heraldry they've put little bits of heraldry on there, which are pretty cool. Um, I even really like the position of the. Um, of the sort of styling of the Praetor, and they've done him in Cataphracte, which is uh, nice because they've they've pretty much done. Have they been pretty much Tartarus for the last two? Isn't it Blood Angel? Was it Blood Angels and uh, White Scars had Tartarus, or am I talking? No, White Scars had tar- uh, Cataphracte, didn't they? Yeah, talking about yeah. But I, I like. I just like the way it looks. To be fair, I think it looks awesome. Um, well, if, if anyone would have cataphracty, it would be the Dark Angels. Yeah, very, very true. Um, and I guess I kind of like they haven't gone crazy on the Angel stuff on the Leviathans as well. Because they could have gone full-on massive wings and, you know, monastic dudes holding yeah, but swords that's and the stuff. Thing, like, they don't need to go over compared to, like, 40k. No, that's what I mean. I'm glad they didn't. As in, I, I, I like the fact that that's how it is. And it's, you know, hopefully they'll release a, a nice uh, transfer set with them when they eventually come out. We'll get some cool transfer sheets for them to play around with. And there'll be funky looking stuff on them. And, you know, you'll be able to have lots of space to play around with them. Um, but overall, yeah, they're awesome. I think there's going to be a lot of First Legion people very, very happy. Including our own Magnus. Yeah, even I, even I get a fucking. I'm thinking about doing like a Somatalis Dark Angel Force, but then I need to try and find some secondhand fucking Mark II. Yeah, Mark II. They really should have Mark II. Comrades. <laughs> Comrades in the East. 
Yeah, they definitely Mark II is is where yeah, they should like be. Like the, the more I, the more I look at the picture that actually Forge World has with yeah. the Dark Angels Legion upgrade set, mm-hmm. and in the Mark II, and they have like uh, bolt pistols and chain swords, and I was like, "Fuck that unit! I want that unit!" And yeah. I, that is so that is so cool. I really love that fucking the. How it fits together with the Mark II is very Nighter-esque. And... Yeah, and I tell you what, the um, that Praetor with, you know, like you say, with the head swap in there will look the fucking business uh, in that sort of a themed army as well with the Mark II and stuff in there. That would, He would look so business in there. That would be, yeah. be very cool to see. Um, so, yeah, so the, the, there was that. There was... There was I think there was there was some other stuff that got dropped at the week, the uh, the fest as well. Um, I can't remember exactly what because I think I might have missed some of it. But if you well, there was the seminar about what's going to be in book nine that it was basically That's done. It. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're play test like they're just play testing units and stuff now, and it's going to be like uh, the Dark Angels, Dark Mechanicum, and uh, upgrades for. Uh, Night Lords and some of the other units. Yeah. So that's, uh, you know... That, so that's, basically uh, nothing new from the Weekender. I was going to say, it's pretty much what we do for the Weekender, but at least it's it's getting more and more solid as it comes forward and comes closer to to being in existence, which, yeah. which is... Well, yeah. it's good, though, if, the, if it's basically done, it means that I think that they... When when we talked on the weekender, I think the goal is to drop it before Christmas, at least on pre-order, so they can get their sales. Yeah, uh, and then maybe worst worst case scenario or best case scenario depends on how you look at. They they definitely I think that they hope to release it before Christmas, and if the 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 latest to the weekender at least. Yeah. Yeah, definitely, and I think I think the um, I think two things are going to have to happen at the next weekender. One, Magnus is going to have to sell his car and get there. Two, <laughs> GW going to have to bring extra because he's going to buy everything out when he gets there. Yeah, uh, if they're releasing stuff at that point, because yeah, it's going to be pretty fucking awesome. Um, is there any other new stuff we need to catch up on? No, Otherwise, I think that we've covered everything we can. If you're, I mean, if you're at the the fest and you're listening to this and thinking guys you missed something drop us an email give us a shout maybe you can come on and we can have a chat for 20 minutes or something get you on the get you on the show and we could talk about it because that would be pretty freaking cool um but otherwise yeah um i think we've got all that stuff out of the way so yep. is there anything else we need to shout out now what we well there's four spots left for lincoln gotta shout that That's out true. get get your tickets we want to get a, we're trying to get a full house of uh, 40 people because that would be awesome source um yeah, very have, much uh, like to see that 36 players right now so four more spots four more spots would be awesome uh get everybody filled in don't forget there's uh, gonna be some really cool people to hang out with there like everybody who's showing up to the event because everybody's <laughs> fucking cool um yep. so that's gonna be a, that's gonna be a lot of fun um and otherwise um yeah i think we've got it for now so I'll tell you what, Freddie, we're going to put a bow on this. We're going to do our thing. We're going to come back in with the main section where we sort out all the remaining stuff from Book 8, and we tie it up. Hopefully, well, fuck it, we're putting a putting a, a gaffer tape bandage on this thing. We're done. But we're going to get this done 
so that we can move on to other stuff. So, guys, we're going to be right back after this tune. Um, yeah, so go get yourself another drink. We'll be right back.
and we're back and yes this is it the the, the saga well that started off as a journey that then became a trek that now has become a saga and no matter how much we love it more like the never-ending story well yeah, yeah well yeah hence hence why i'm about to say we've made a tactical decision because um we we, we decided to leave out the Sykana section for a review because you guys need something to read and we need to move on to other things because that's going to take a whole episode to do as well. So rather than becoming the podcast that did book eight and died on it, because that's not a hill we intend to die on, we're going <laughs> to be going over... Uh, no, if we were dying on a hill, it would be book four because book four is the best book ever. We've established this so many times. Uh, uh, I splurged. Yeah, I know. I heard, I heard the squeak. Um, so we're going to be doing the Space Marine units today. <clears throat> so we're going to be going through all the all the Space Marine units, all the updates, and these are more the these are the general Legion ones, not not the Blood Angels. Done, been there, done that. Not the White Scars, been there, done that. About to recap what we may have gotten wrong. Um, yeah. So you know, there's a lot of stuff there, but we're going to go through the, the Marine units because I think, and I think the general consensus is these are going to be a game changer, a meta changer for a while. It's going to be nice to delve into these as deep as we can. Yeah, I think this this is going to give us some more different builds. It, it, I think this has a bigger impacts than just adding some rights of war and stuff. So this exactly. Is I, I, totally yeah, definitely, definitely. I totally agree. And I will say this from a personal personal preference. If the design team can do this every every book or every other book now and just kick out something new for the legions like this to change it up a little bit, awesome. Because I think this is done this is gonna do for the legions that aren't getting specific focus in these books, it's going to do them the world of good to give them something new to play with. So, you know, book nine, sure, you know, we, we know there's going to be a lot of focus on the uh, the traitorous dark angels. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, they could throw in something for, for the other legions as well that might be a bit more interesting. It might Not interesting, that's wrong. Shake the meta again. That would be very cool. So, yeah, that that's what we're going to do. However... Somebody called us on our, I won't say bullshit, but called us on our, um, on our ability, ability to interpret shit um, when uh, it came down to our White Scars review. Now, if, to be fair, I don't know about uh, you, Freddie, but I've had a couple of PMs about stuff from, from a lot of the episodes, and a lot of it's some really good feedback. Um, but a couple, of the, a couple of guys have said, hey, you might admit you've missed this, or this is or is. It's going to happen. You know, we're, yeah, we're hobbyists I, I, waiting through books. Alcohol. Yeah, you, you've got alcohol. We've all got, you know, we're all wading through books. We all have our problems. We all, <laughs> we have, all our problems. have our problems. And uh, sadly, heresy suffers sometimes because of it. So um, we have our problems, but we're going we're gonna to just quickly go over the general feedback that we've received. Now, this is general feedback. Who knows? Maybe we caught it. Maybe we didn't. But I think it's important. So if you guys don't mind, I'm just going to quickly go through this. And if you're unsure... If you want to read over this stuff, we got this sent to us by uh, Tom Pardo, who's uh, epic, epic hobbyist over in the UK. This is something you can find on Crusade and Heresy, a Facebook group that if you're not part of and you're a Heresy fan, you're doing it wrong. Go get over there and go be part of it. Um, and they've got this documented up there. But I'm going to read over the White Scars stuff that sort of picked up. So the White Scars. Like this is the sort of general rules. Um, we're looking at swift action first of all. 
So it no longer trigger, uh, triggers buff uh, after movement in the assault phase. Rules only trigger triggers after the movement phase. So it's not like um, it always has, but it gives a buff in the shooting phase. Okay, so that makes sense to whatever swift action does. It's a specifically buffing the shooting phase rather than um, anything else. In a, it's a swift action uh, also no longer gives you a cover save. That's a pretty big jump. That's a pretty, that's a pretty big difference. Um, Eye of the Storm doesn't buff your roll to see who goes first anymore. That's also pretty important because, I mean, I know, I know a fair few like Alpha Legion players who will key their entire army to the first one or two rolls of a game <laughs> and get a bit shirty if they're not allowed to have their manipulators on there or things change. So it's important to know that. Um, there, it does note that there's some, some sort of reference to vehicles in swift action has been removed. Maybe it was relevant in the first place. Not sure. Um, laugh, to laugh in death's face has been reworded to prevent you taking more heavy support than fast attack. For shame on you. For shame, should you have been doing that in the in the instance as a white player? I mean, we know every legion does everything else and can do everything else. But come on, you've got literally you you've got free pass to do a bike crazy up. What? Yeah, you're not an iron warrior. Don't even try. Um, and born in the saddle clarifies that the unit needs to be bikes or jet bike or bike or jet bike type. So that's very important as well. So doesn't apply to speeders, um, other things along those lines. The, they've got the, some feedback about the specific, Legion-specific stuff. Uh, we talked about the Simitar jet bike. Um, basically different to the Simitar jet bike. That's why I kind of <laughs> the name. Um, <laughs> it's got its funky, um, funky scatterbolt launcher on there. And the power glaive's uh, gone up by 10 points as well. So. There's two points for the for the two rights of war that's mentioned. So the Chigurian Brotherhood, max one heavy support slot. So it's even more restricted than before, apparently. Uh, additional downside of bonus VPs for the enemy if they are kill if they kill all your bikes and jet bikes. So I'm guessing it sucks for you if all your bikes and jet bikes get killed. They get a few more victory <laughs> you, points. You probably have bigger problems than that. I was going to say, yeah, yeah. The odd <laughs> victory point here, if they've killed all your, yeah, I was going to say, if they've killed all your bikes and jet bikes, I don't know, maybe you hope that that one heavy support slot is sticking around like a motherfucker and killing things? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Um, um, and for some reason, it's not been updated to include the funky new jet bike for characters, so who knows. Um, and then you've got the... Uh, Sagyar Manzan, whatever this other right of war is. Um, I say that because, with all due respect, it was a while ago, and they're not Iron Warriors. My mental withholding of information is is limited to like two legions, and the World Eaters is taking up my second slot. Um, you've got the Serpent's Eye clarified to specify only works on white scars. Usually, that's how rights <laughs> of war work. They usually only affect the army that they're aimed at. I say usually. Because I'm sure somewhere there's somebody raging at me right now saying, you idiot, there's this that does this and that. I'm like, again, it's not an iWire's thing. I'm just holding myself to my own accountability here. Yes. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much it. So appreciate the feedback. Uh, Tom, I've gone through what you've put here, bud. And 
I'm sure throughout the series we've dropped a few pieces here and there. If it's absolutely epic and you need us to pick it up, do what Tom did. Just drop us a message via our Facebook page and we'll we'll give it a shout out. We're human. We're not okay. Three quarters of the podcast aren't hashtag perfection, but we try our best. <laughs> I'm not gonna be bitter over this one. I will not make this my one per episode. That's okay. Feedback is good. We learn, we grow, we become better hobbyists. We do. Apparently. I'm trying to sound positive here, dude. Give me a fucking chance. <laughs> I'm trying. Um, but yeah, so that's the feedback on the White Scars. Thank you very much. And we're going to jump straight into the new stuff for Space Marines. And before we go into specifics, starting with Freddy, what's your, what's, what, both of you guys, starting with Freddy, what's your general take on the new additions to the the legions overall with these new these new units and stuff they've put in what's your general thoughts uh i think that it, it, it is super cool and i and one thing that i realized that that i really enjoy is that we have already done this uh in the community and i know that mm-hmm. we have done it i know that i have horse guys have done it i know that the texans and stuff have done it we have made our own kind of little uh, narrative console types. And I just love that now they're bringing more consoles. And and I have my one of my favorite is a nullificator. Oh, yeah. And, and I have to say, like, it's so cool now that you can add more flavors because when you read the books, it seems like we've only dealt with, like, 10% of the different specialities that the Legion connected. And we talk about all legions. Some legions like bikes more, you know, fucking white scars. We just talked about them. Other legions like other things more. But everyone can everyone can do everything. And it seems that there are so many specialist fields. And you know, being being in the green, <laughs> I know that there's so many things that you can do, like special branches and shit that you can do. And it's so cool to see that they're finally fleshing that out for the legions as well, because there's heaps of stuff that that is missing. And yeah, so I, I think it's gonna. I think it's gonna see heaps of different builds, mm-hmm. and especially some of these are combined with some of the rights awards. Uh, will will be like super cool. So yeah, and I can't wait to see these actually the next layer getting put onto these with a bit of more uh, rights award that are tailored a bit to the new consoles. Mm-hmm. That that's my. That's your two, two... My two cents of beer. Your two cents of beer. And a bit of pretzel in there as well. Yes. Yeah, what about, what about you, Eric? What's your take on them? Um, I really like them. Um, both, both the consoles, uh, especially the Warmonger, is something I really like because I often do deep strike heavy armies. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think they're going to do... They're going to be changing a lot of the meta and as... Uh, you know, I'm I'm a lot more into the rules than the background, mm-hmm. um, and and it's nice to see something that can completely change the meta because it it kind of gets stuck sometimes. People start to find the easiest builds and uh, and then just stay with the same over and over. Um, and and there's definitely some uh, some things here. Um, for example, the I, I love that the Thousand Suns, after having been uh, on the top for such a long time, they they have 
yeah, they, they're going to be having a fight now if uh, people start bringing some of the new uh, units and uh, and consoles. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the same time, as a Thousand Suns players, I can't wait to uh, to try some of them because of what they can do the other way. Um, so, so it's uh, yeah, I'm I really like them, and also also the units that came in, um, they they make a lot of sense, and definitely changes a lot. And I think with the demons coming in, um, people are gonna have to look for these additions. For the demons not to be completely overpowered, um, because if, if you look in the book and you think about some combos and stuff here, you can uh, definitely find some some things that makes it hurt for demons. Hmm. Yeah, that's very, that's, a, that's a very fair point. I mean, I must admit, I genuinely uh, I love, like I said, I love what they've done. I said literally said at the beginning is I think it's awesome. I very much look forward to seeing what else comes out. Um, and yeah, I I think they're going to make some super super positive impacts on the um, on the community as a whole. And like you said, Freddie, we've been doing this as a as a fan service. The community itself has been doing this for years, um, in its own way, starting off small, tweaking, adding things, doing things, you know, finding our ways of doing stuff. And I think I, I really like it. I, I like this. It feels like. It feels like that we've been doing the natural order of things, and it's it's on the same level. You know, everybody yeah. was on the same page. They were just waiting for the book to get out. Uh, to sort of go, we got you guys. We don't. We're with you. You know. Yeah. Well, uh, like uh, awesome. it's it's the different layers. Like you you have your right of war, which is one layer, and then you have your consoles that kind of uh, enhances or or kind of tweaks your right of war and or whatnot the way you build your army. So and and I think that this from now from they drop book eight to in the next six months is yep. going to be the most exciting time in the heresy as people try out different combos and builds and paint. First of all, people are just going to paint the fucking consoles that they love, and we already seen that on Facebook and other social media. People start oh, yeah, converting yeah. converting their own consoles of the new type just because like, oh, I love this control, I love this other type, and oh, I, I I can't wait to run fucking. Dreadnought as a bodyguard and so on. <laughs> Spoilers. Yeah. And shit like that. And it's just going to be so good to see everyone that rocks up to the next couple of events now that they try out all these different things. And yeah, I can't wait to see like the armies are just going to kind of evolve during these six months until they kind of stagnate again. But then we're not far away for the next book. So it's good now that we, we get it kind of, you know, kind of get the community flowing away from that, you know, Pride of the Legion start we had way, 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 way back. Yeah, yeah we've, we've all because, done that one. Yeah, because we definitely, with, with the new consoles, you can pretty much make your uh, completely own play style. Um, before you had the right to war, yes, but a lot of them kind of put you in a direction you had to go. Um and the new consoles, they really change up the direction you can go. And also the fact that they've put current tanks into uh, units, at least some of them. Um, that that also changes how your army can look. Feels oh, yeah. like uh, armored, our armored event rules. <laughs> yeah, but, but you, can basically do, you can basically do an armored breakthrough list, pretty much, just with your heavy choices now. 
and then still have all the like dude in a let's say a scouting uh, or the recon uh, right of war or something it's 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 yeah there would have to be uh that's a bad example because there would have to be reserved for that exact one but you you can basically instead of playing an armored breakthrough list put it into another list that's completely different and better at something else uh, without actually losing anything so uh, that, yeah, I, I like how they changed it up. Yeah, definitely, definitely, and um, and yeah, very much looking forward to. And we're about to jump into it, and I think yeah, like we've said all along, you know, it's it's making good changes. It's making things that are going to be making people think, and that is always the best thing is when you can make people think about their lists, and you know, not just lists, but also think about. I want to run this, or this looks like a cool combination, or I have three dreadnoughts that have been sat there and I haven't been able to decide what to do with them. Ooh, look all, what I can do with them now. All the are being built by the, the, the phrase, this is going to be so cool. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is going to rock somebody's socks off and attack. <laughs> this is, yeah, it's going to, it's... Fuck it, let's just get into it. Why are we even talking? Let's just get into this shit. So... First up, because it is literally first up in the list, um, we have the Warmonger console. The Warmongrel. Uh, yeah, the Warmongrel. And by God, this boy's going to be a mongrel and really, really, really uh, shake, shake shit up. And I, I think that I say that as an Iron Warriors player for a very specific reason. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think, I think this one's got the biggest potential. So. Yeah, okay. Who wants to take this one? Who wants to take the rules on this one? Yeah, I, I can take him. I can take Go him. It. It's, I, I, I'm going to be abusing him so much anyway. So uh. <laughs> <laughs> Said every day never. Sorry, um, completely, <laughs> completely different track. Gander's um, <laughs> flashback. That, that's in the weekend, Jody. <laughs> oh, God, I'm not even drinking. Don't start. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're looking forward to seeing you in uh, the next event. No, uh, yeah, the Warmonger. Warmonger. Um, basically, it's the a normal console, but the guy he comes with an iron halo and digital lasers, um, which means he'll get an extra attack. So he's at a he's at a pretty amazing four attacks immediately when you buy him, and a four plus invuln save for, for example, thousand suns. He's down to three plus invuln if you uh, feel him right. Or some of the armies that can take Cyber Familiar, uh, you can also get him down to three plus in one. So he's uh, damn hard to kill, and he can do a lot of attacks. And his special rule is really good. Basically, any unit he joins get the deep strike rule. Um, it does not convert to transports, so no deep striking Spartans, fortunately. <laughs> yeah. So basically, Only infiltrating Spartans. Yeah, 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 yeah. I was going to say, <laughs> no deep striking spots. My brain just went, fuck, I hadn't even thought of that. Jesus. Yeah. Right, okay. <laughs> yeah, but basically, yeah, this guy, the possibilities for him are just amazing. Like, I, I, I have so many places, but that's going to sound wrong, but I have so many places I would like to put him. Um, like, it doesn't, doesn't sound wrong if, you, if we know you, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but uh, like I, I can see Seekers being 
like Seegers is a really expensive unit. It's hard to field because you can't really like veterans outflank them or really get them in easy. But with this guy, you can just throw him in Seegers, give them combi weapons, let them come in. He will tank in the front. They He will kill stuff in close combat. And you have this weak-ass close combat unit that shoots like fucking crazy that just comes in with this guy and uh, rapes the table. Um, you can put him in a close combat unit. You, you can take any close combat unit now and, and put him in that and then deep strike him with, with that unit. So there, there are a lot of units that you had problems getting over the table before <laughs> will now be landing in the middle of your uh, enemy's deployment zone. And if you are a really smart player, then you might even have a Democles tank or a Nunchavox, which means that we might even see scouts in the game because they can take Nunchavox and they can infiltrate. So you get like synergy in your army uh, and make, make the unit able to, to land without scattering. Um, so, so I'm really looking forward to, to see this guy being used. Um, and if, if no one else wants to do it, then I'm going to be uh, doing it all the time. That's for sure. I, uh, I don't think you're going to be alone in this somehow. No, um, I don't know. I, I, I just like the thought of, especially in Thousand Suns Army, to have him as a Psyker with 3 plus in one safe. That's uh, <laughs> yeah, definitely well. going to be fun. But uh, yeah, amazing character. There are so many uses for him. It's completely fucking crazy. I, mm. I, I don't know where to, to end or yeah, start or end but, it. I'll tell you what, I'll end it for you then. Freddie, what's your thoughts, bud? Yeah. Uh, I think it's good because you, besides uh, trying to do like, the most optimal build there with the seekers, but I, I think it's good because you can you can get some deep striking units in the army when you run a rider war that normally don't have deep strikers. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like for for example, I know everyone's going to type deep strike their fucking iron circles, but. If you're an Iron Warriors <laughs> player and you don't think about that, it 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 actually works pretty well in in a in an army. Like if you do your Iron Fire or whatever, the the other rights of war, mm-hmm. and deep striking some um, as siege giants. Yep, because that's pretty nice with fucking fuckloads of uh, <laughs> of uh, crack missiles up someone's fucking rear or next to a super heavy. Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> and, the, and the same goes for the the ultramarines, their Velataris or whatever they called. Oh, the Velataris. What are they called? Velataris. I hate ultramarines. That's why. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. sorry to all the. No offense to all the ultramarine players, but yeah, boring. <laughs> They're blue. It's Bjorn. Uh, we can abuse Bjorn as often as possible. That's true. So there. And Manfred. Um, yeah. Yeah, Manfred as well. But anyway, so there's he- heaps of synergies for those. Uh, they, like e- even another in- interesting thing is to deep strike uh, heavy flamers, like in a yeah. weapon squad. That could mess somebody's day up. But I tell you yeah. what would be interesting. And especially like a combination, like, like Eric said, with the Democles command rhino and shit. Now, here's the thing. And this is just a, this is just a quick rules check. So this is why I mask it and nobody else. If you deep strike, mm-hmm. do you count as having moved when you Yeah, have? you do. Yep. Yes. Ah, see, there, there goes the nasty, the super nasty surprise I had in mind, which would be 
a very large unit of Volkites, just heavy Volkites dropping in. Well, you can drop in Volkite chargers with your... Yeah, that was, I was going to say, there's an option, but it was just the, the, the immediate thought of, hmm, heavy but, Volkites. But the thing, another thing for, for this guy is the possibility for him to joining a 20-man tech squad hit mm. to the fucking with shoes to land on an objective for staying power is pretty good. That's true. Yeah, that getting, getting, getting one of those big blobs in the back line is pretty fucking. To be fair, that would that would actually, if you pl- tidied that tied that up with Hammer of Olympia, speaking as a, for the Iron Warriors, for example, um, that would be a lovely combination if you f- fully kitted out attack squad, a tactical marine squad, uh, go blob, put him in there, kit the sergeant out nicely, get drop a fucking them in. medic. Yeah, get an apothecary in there. So you're talking a 23-man squad, so a 22-man size squad. Drop them in. They mm. don't give a fuck about any sort of morale checks from shooting. And they can literally rapid fire and charge in the same turn because of Hamid of Olympia. So you could literally rapid fire your bolters and charge. So they would make a nasty surprise unit, um, especially with multi-bombing with, you know, light armor could disappear. With crack grenades and stuff going off, that, that that's actually a really horrible. Yeah, if well, used well, it's just hard, hard as it is. To, yeah, <laughs> to get away with fucking twenty tech squads. Yeah. What just... about the ten veterans with melter bombs and combi plasma? And yeah, do them as well. They have, They come in with three attacks each in close combat with two two uh, combat or recover weapon and pistol, and then you have that guy to tank for them. With the high invuln save, yeah, they, that that unit would remove like really fucking strong units. Only uh, terminus with power fist would be a problem for them, and some of the specialized close combat units. Yeah, I think I'm mean, thinking think... uh, fucking the, like a template, like because everyone's gonna fucking if, if you land one of those, it's gonna be everyone's shooting at it. But if you land a twenty man t- tactical blob, it's gonna be. Mm, Fuck, do I really want to waste shooting at a 20-man tactical squad? And they're so big, because what do you do? land, then you run. You yeah, spread out. You disperse, t- and then it's going to be really hard for them to try and demolish, demolish your shots them away and whatnot. And if you're lucky, you have thought about this, so you have a Democles Command Rhino, or you have some mm-hmm. Scout Marine, so you don't, can land in terrain and mm-hmm. make sure you're kind of safe. I mean, I think because tw- twenty marines with feel no pain has a longer staying power than ten veterans, even though they have more damage output. Oh yeah, definitely for shooting, for shooting but they mm. cost so fucking much. Yeah, and you really like you really have to put in some fucking backbone to get rid of twenty techs with a apothecary definitely. and. So. Yeah, but you, I'm, I'm just a big fan of shooting on those things. So it's all all about if you want to go for the alpha strike or if if you want to be like the slugger. Mm. Yeah, I'm I'm just a really big fan of the veteran squad because they can get the you know the full uh, melter bomb complement, which means that if you land them in the middle of uh, one of the robot heavy mechanical armies, or if you land them in the middle of a, an armored breakthrough list, you will be killing stuff. It's basically because you can choose if you're a machine hunter or a, or a monster hunter. Uh, which means they can also get monster hunter for demons now that they are out. So th- there's just... I, I know it's for the alpha strike, but there's just so much you can actually do with them um, depending on what you're fighting or how you're fighting. 
I think one the thing about this guy above above all else to me is this this particular console. I mean, you're talking fifty points base plus forty five points to actually upgrade him to this. So you're talking sub a hundred points. Yeah. Let's call it 130, 140 with some uh with some toys on him outside of what he's already equipped with, if you want to do that. Okay, let's say that we go that route. This yeah. guy fits at every level. He fits ZM if you want to it's a, he's a bit pricey on ZM, but he could with the right squad attached to him be pretty dangerous. Although to be fair, deep striking as ZM is pretty fucking scary as it is. No, uh, no, but if it's done properly, if it's done properly, that's what I mean. Yeah. Uh, Centurion, he's got a pretty, again. It, it's a smaller, smaller game. He could have, he could have a real steel possibility on there. Again, if you ta- if you go right, I'm going to dump two, three hundred points or two hundred points, or whatever it's going to be, into uh, attack squad plus this, adding a, you know, adding a couple of, pe- you know, couple of additions to it. You've got something that is really nasty in the backfield. At all levels, two and a half thousand points. Yeah, he's a, he's a, he's good. Possibly he's a good he's a good lead character, um, a HQ character, or maybe you start looking at him. Does he fall into the um, like you said, Freddie? Like he becomes a, a I see him as it's like a, a force multiplier basically because you can go what unit isn't could be made better by him, and especially when you're at like three thousand, three and a half thousand or bigger. Where you're bringing in quite probably you're going to be bringing in your big guys, you know your named characters, your primarchs. You want to have a Praetor with all the bells and whistles on there. If you're not running somebody, where could this guy be? And he becomes something to make another unit better. And that's what I love about him is that he is just just relevant at all levels of of heresy right now, um, and that. You know, digi lasers and an iron halo. Yeah, worth it for that forty-five points for what you're getting. I think. Yeah, you you don't really go wrong with this guy. He he's just good in general. Yeah, yeah. I think he's he's gonna be. It it, it feels like a bit of a shift towards, uh, like if you think about the story and the narrative, the way that things started to happen. You need they started to need more reactionary. Um, forces that need to be able to get stuff into places quicker. So this guy fits more in that respect as well. So I think it's just it just feels really good um, to have him in there, and I, I just think it's a it's a beautiful beautiful addition. Yeah. Um, and, and, yeah. and also he he's pretty good if you look at not trying to alpha strike in the, the enemy's deployment zone. If you're playing like a defensive game, yeah. You can make sure that you have your non voxes and stuff and you're holding your line and then he can basically just deep strike where he needs to kind of you know, plug reinforce. A gap or... Yeah, plug a gap, reinforce, or just add on some extra fucking bodies. Yeah. It could it could he could you know it, it could be if you've got the reserve manipulation that you want him in turn two. Or, yeah. you know, he does you can be a bit coy and drop him in turn three to to help swing a game. You know? Yeah. But I think that his main strength and the most times we're going to see him is making units guarantee be able to deep strike that normally doesn't do it. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's going to be... That is going to because be we've it. seen veterans in, in fucking Anvilus and shit. So. 
Yeah. So I think it's going to be those odd units that you normally never get to see deep strike. That if they do a list build with this, so like a 20-man tactical squad, robots, etc., etc., that we normally never see getting to deep strike. It's going to do that. Mm. I would be very tempted if I had time to paint up a second. Definitely iron the Iron circle. Warriors are going to have a couple of Iron Circles deep striking with this guy. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. it's It's been discussed multiple times, and I'm very much looking forward to seeing it happen. But, um, you know, we'll see how it all pays off. So let's just bump on to the next guy because we can spend all day loving this guy and it's not that hard to do. Um, no. So our next one, Freddy, do you want to take this dude? The Legion Armistos Consul. That's him. Yeah, that's, that's the Linus and Bjorn Consul. <laughs> the Linus and Bjorn Consul. It, it's yeah. a 20 points upgrade. And basically for those 20 points, you get a Void Hardened Armor, Mastercrafted mm-hmm. Heavy Bolter, Augury Scanners. Yeah. Uh, and you can change your Mastercrafted Heavy Bolter to Mastercrafted Volkite Culverin for five points. Mm-hmm. Uh, the, the thing with this guy is before the games begin, select one Legion Heavy support squad carrying the same heavy weapon as him, so either a Heavy Bolter or Volkite Culverin. For the duration of the, of the mission, I assume the game, mm-hmm. all of the unit's heavy weapon are Mastercrafted. He's, and he also gives Stubborn, and he's a support officer. So... Hey, you can make wait, yourself for the unit of Iron Havocs. Yeah. Do they have any idea how much time it's going to take to shoot Valkites now? <laughs> like, you have to roll each of them individually because they are mastercrafted. Oh, I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure they did because they took away all the templates of the template weapons. No. Yeah, and then they, that's my bitterness right there. That's my bitterness right fucking there. I, I'm pretty sure you don't have to roll them. Like you used to add your four dice for each of them. You just roll them all together. It misses you re-roll. Like you re-roll. Yeah, but what if you miss two times with one Valkyrie? Then you can only re-roll one. Yeah. It's like having Mastercraft a plasma or uh, yeah, just plasma in general, where you also have to roll one at a time. If it because if you overheat twice with the same plasma, you also only you can only die once from one plasma gun. Yeah, but I guess you have to practice your speed rolling. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't have Volkite, so... You're missing out on fun, dude. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, I want to have them. I want to have them. But I, I'm not relentless or slow and purposeful like uh, some other armies are. Totally not. Yeah. <laughs> totally not. There's, to, I, I, to be fair, I looked at this guy and went, you know, this is basically make yourself a unit of Iron Havocs. Yeah. Which I respect, because they're awesome. Um, but does it also work on Iron Havocs? Well, they don't have Mastercrafting. You can, you can. Yeah. No, they they just have a two up. They just have two up. Yeah, yeah, because he can't, he can't actually give them the Mastercrafted. It's only to the League and Heavy Support Squad. Yeah, it's it, it to to me. I mean, it's the Mastercrafted is as valuable as having plus one ballistic skill because you're either hitting on threes. Rerolling ones, or you're hitting on twos. It 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 has its benefits either way. Making them yeah. stubborn, making them stubborn. Yeah, that's useful. That's really useful. Uh, but the likelihood of it, it paying off as a combat situation is smaller. Um, so okay, there's your Legion Iron Warriors rule. Not taking majority of morale checks from um, from incoming shooting. I mean. It does apply to, you know, you can have a Volkite Culverin. Awesome. Um, but Iron Havocs don't have access to Culverins. 
So, which I'm very disappointed about personally, but yeah. um, that's just me being, you know, hashtag bitter iron. Um, but they do have heavy bolters, so I mean, you could do that if you wanted to. No, because uh, it's only very rarely do you take support, them. But... Yeah, but the, and then with the with Iron Warriors, at the end of the day, you've got tank hunter, uh, tank hunter, and minus one cover. So very rarely would you honestly give these guys heavy bolters. Um, but but what I mean is, uh, if Iron Havocs can't get the bonus from him, no, I mean it's it's not a bonus that's going to be of any use to him. Uh, and he, no, but that's what I'm saying. You can create a unit equipped closer yeah, to an Iron Havoc. Yeah, okay, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Okay. You create a unit closer to an Iron Havoc, at least as yeah. I see it. But it's I would still take the Iron Havocs anyway. Um, over over that as an option, but. It's nice to give people units that are going to stick around. Um, and, yeah, re-rolling ones is fun. Um, no arguments there, especially, when, like you say, when you're rolling a shit ton of dice. Yeah. Um, and Voidhide and Armor also gives him the re-roll uh, on his artificial armor for, uh, yeah, f- for blasts. So Scorpius tanks and shit like that, he will uh, definitely not get hurt by. Hmm. Basically, he's immune to anything AP3 or higher with, with a blast uh, yeah. or a flamer because he'll take a wound one in 36 times. Yeah. Uh, Boyd had an armor. We got yeah. it. We good. You know. Um, I know, Freddy, what's your take on it? Uh, I already hate heavy support squads with the Volcanic Colorants. <laughs> yeah, I, I do too. <laughs> I, I, I think, like, this dude... The Volkite Culverin squad on a fucking uh, behind an English defense line with an ammo dump. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and, and you put a Master of Signals in there. And then, yeah. Yeah, then be- you've got a very nasty, very nasty, very expensive heavy support unit. Yeah. Well, you want, yeah. you probably want the Master of Signal for other shit, but. Yeah. And it's not really any useful for him to go anywhere except with this unit. So. Well, I like him. I mean, I but you're gonna you're gonna shoot him. regardless if you have two plus save or whatever you have. You're gonna he's they is gonna blast off whatever mm. they need to blast off. It shall happen. Yeah, they they already do that. Yeah, no, but now it's extra. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now with the bonus. Now they're just gonna ruin your day that little bit more. But what um, what? Like I think as uh yeah as a console I don't really think is that useful because he he's kind of just a buff to a unit that's in most armies can be buffed anyway. Yeah, uh, it's it's a, a competitive slot, but I think that the thing with this console, he is more attractive in a Centurion or a Somatalis game. Yeah, that's very fair. That's yeah, because I, w- I would always go for uh, a mass of signals and then just give the unit plus one to hit. Yeah. Uh, be- because that's better than having uh, mastercrafted on uh, yeah only one of the f- the shots anyway. Mm. I-, I can see it working thousand suns because you can then put him in one unit and give him divination so he can make rerolls and then he can give the bonus to another unit that can then reroll because of his rule. Uh, and then you basically, for one character, get rerolls on two units if you make your psychic power, that is. 
but but it's the only place I can actually see him make up his points uh, because Elsie is just a very expensive dude with a Volca covering. That's um, twenty points. I think I think like with uh, space uh, dark dark angels with their yeah. heavy bolters and shit. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Dark Angels can use him too, but basically because he uh, he gives a good bonus to uh, to a weapon that's good in their army. Um, but but with that said, it's still if you if you equip with Valkyrie Culverin, he's at uh, he's up at seventy five points before giving him armor, and you would give him Artificer, then you're at eighty five, uh, maybe a weapon for close combat, then you're closing into a hundred points, and like for 100 points, you can get that more shots by buying more people in the units. Possibly, yeah. yeah that's a very fair point. Yeah. But again, right. let's move on to the. Let's move on to the next dude. Let's move on. I think I've got this one this time. Because uh, I get, oh yeah. You gave me the the fucking the little red herring dude, and then you took my favorite. That's all. Right. Oh, is this your favorite? No, no, you still, you still, mate. You still, mate. I tell you what, it's you. You know, no, I love I don't you. Want you to do take this You do, you do. I hear the hurt in your voice, Freddie. Don't, don't, have, don't be hurt, my friend. Don't be hurt. Take a sip of beer. Come back. Knock this guy out of the park. I'll take nope. the extra terrorist instead. No, 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 no. It's bitter. No, no, bitter, bitter. Right, okay. This is my one time per episode. Oh, this is your one per episode, is it? Fuck off. No. That's my bit. <laughs> <laughs> So we have the Legion Primus Nullificator Console. (coughs) And this guy is plus 45 points as a console. And, oh yeah, this this guy's going to be a feature, I think, in a number of um, most definitely loyalist armies. Mm -hmm. And it would be interesting to see where he pops up in other armies as well. Um, So this is... All about the response to demonic incursions, really and truthfully. So this guy is plus 45 points. He has a small check sheet of of everything he comes with. He's got an Aether Shock Maul, Hexagrammatic Wards. Both of these we'll go through in detail when we actually get to the unit this guy can go with. He comes with Cataphracto Terminator Armor. Not bad. Nicely kitted out. Special rules, adamantium will. I wonder why. Uh, he may take one Psyker level, or t- take Psyker, Mastery Level 1, at plus 5 points. We must select powers from the Santic Demonology Discipline. So he's only got one access to one discipline, and it's a one level of psych- Psychic Mastery. And Credo Anilato. And Hilato, don't see if I can pronounce it right. Um, so, an army that includes at least one Primus nullificator ignores the zero to one restriction on Legion nullificator units and may select them as troop choices. But these unit gain these units gain the support unit special rule. So, interesting. They become support. You know, you can add more than one of those units in there. If you want to find a fluffy reason for this, awesome. However, from a gameplay point of view, they become support units. So not towards your compulsory unit counts and all that sort of jazz. Freddy, I've just yes. stolen your favorite thunder. Yep. What is it that you love about this guy? Tell us. Uh, I just love... Th- this is kind of like 
the destroyer versions of we hate uh, demons and other people that do psychic shit. <laughs> yeah. It's like a, a, a psychic destroyer. I see you uh, with your psycho. I'm going to slap you with this. I, I love this one, especially because it's a new Terminator uh, unit, which is mm -hmm. fucking cool. And I love the shock mole, which we're going to get into when we start reading about the unit. Which you I love the fact. Well. Yeah. And I love the fact that it, it opens up another unit, which is fucking awesome. Uh, because I love that unit as well. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I, I just love all, all about this because it's kind of how. Kind of the, the how how it kind of starts off getting into how the purity seals didn't wasn't oath of moments. It's turned into purity seals. Mm -hmm. It also gets the explanation about the stupid carvings that the traitors have and stuff. And mm -hmm. yeah, it, it it kind of ties a lot of loose ends, and it, it's kind of cool. And it's kind of how let's try and do something because the librarius program obviously doesn't work anymore. Um, which we're going to read about in the next one, <laughs> but but it, it's kind of they're, they're trying to fight their way and they're trying to find good ways to combat whatever the traitors has come up with now. Yeah, but shows, you can have shows, this as a traitor as well. So it shows an evolution. Uh, it shows a a, a really interesting yeah. direction. But it also understands that because if you, you can look at it with this. I kind of think like the way that I read read into this, and when you read the fluff in the book pre previous to this, it means that they had like back at, at the unification wars, they were dealing with the uh, psychers, and and as they came to other planets, they were dealing with stuff from uh, old night and and thing, and they had to had units, mm. even though you know the Nikea bullshit. No, no, not the Nikea bullshit because that mm. happened way way later. Uh, mm. But if if we talk about the Imperial Truth. Even because of the Imperial Truth, they would have had units that had to deal with these things. When there weren't enough librarians around with the librarians program and so on, they still had to have units that could go in and deal with psychic threat. Because mm. there weren't enough null maidens to go around for all the legions. So they should have specialist units when they had like, oh, fuck this, a ro rogue fucking warlord in this country, like the un unforgotten king or whatever, you know. And they don't have enough null maidens, or there is no null maidens around there. And because they're busy with their other shit, they just go in and they have their uh, nullificators. Yep. And that's how they they kind of combat psychers um, and remnants from old night. Mm. I, I really like it. I, I won't disagree. I, I think this is a mm -hmm. this is the because it makes no sense. Everyone knows about psychic powers and shit. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and, no, this, and this they even had a librarian's program, so they should have had an, a combat arms within mm. the Legio that specialize in dealing with fucking things. Yeah, and I, I imagine happens when they try to uh, uh, bring compliance to a mm. planet, and it was like infested with psychers and shit. Yeah, and like I was going to say, I think the best thing about this, from my point of view, is that this is dropped now as part of. This book, it's it's come. It has come out in in the way to. It's not been. It doesn't get dropped in book nine, where there's this sudden big gap between this stuff arriving, and you know the demons arriving, and then book nine drops this unit to counter to counter to give a let's call it a counter punch. It's there. It's there at the same time, which I think is really nicely done from a gameplay and game development sort of move. Um, 
and yeah, like you say, it, it's nice that these things are getting acknowledged and it, it makes fluff sense. And I love the fact they're a Terminator unit because it just feels like, yep, we are literally going to walk into hell and deal with it <laughs> because we can. Um, it feels almost, uh, it sounds, might sound weird, but I've got this sort of vibe of um, Space Hulk. You know, it's like we're gonna we're gonna be the one un- the unit that walks into the mouth of the beast and basically uppercuts it in the jaw. I don't know why. We'll I just try, we'll I, try at least, or at least try. Yeah, but I just like it. Just gives me that feeling, and I, I like I just like that. You know, that edge to it. Um, what's your call on this, Eric? Yeah, I actually haven't uh, been looking that much at that character uh, for some reason. Um. So so, yeah. I'm I'm still looking forward to see how he works when you when you actually get to play with him. Um. But it, but it's probably gonna be uh give, be against me the first couple of times. Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, what's what's your thought as uh from the the psychic heavy standpoint of the the thousand suns? Does any of this worry you? Uh, as. Not not really because I never really play with psychic powers that much. Okay. Um, but but if I did, uh, yeah, it would definitely because um, you, it it's it's a kind of character that will, or also the unit that he gives that will fuck up your day really really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, you you get a lot of perils. Even the thousand suns will be uh, be out of the um, yeah. You know they ignore you. You can buy so they ignore the first perils, um, and they'll be out of it pretty fast. Um, so yeah, I, I can definitely see uh, see it be worrying to um, to some of, the, especially the Thousand Suns armies, and also word bearers. Um, we we got to remember they actually also have the ability to uh, get a lot of psychics in the army, um, and for demons, definitely. A unit that you don't want to uh, run into, or in a character. Hmm. So yeah, yeah. yeah be- I think I think this guy's got a, a lot of potential, and yeah. it'd be interesting to see what armies they, they, they show up in. Yeah, um, the, the thing I'm actually most interested in is if people are gonna fear running into demons or thousand suns enough to include them, uh, because. Like when you play horror series in general, you don't have that many armies with psychers in them. It's like either you have no psychers at all, or you run into one of the psycho heavy armies, and they usually have a lot of psychers. So it's like when if you bring it to an event, it's going to be like uh, you, you got to predict: uh, Am I going to a game or, or to a tournament or an event where I'm running into a lot of psychers? Because else you're paying a lot of points for some stuff you don't really need. Um, so so I'm, I'm still... That, that's why I'm not really... I haven't yet thought so much, much about them because I'm, I'm still waiting to see if people... Are, it's like a hard counter for, some, for a very specific thing. So I'm still waiting to see if people actually bring it. And th- that's going to be the interesting part, I think. Hmm. Yeah, I can totally respect that. Yeah. But they're not completely useless, even if they face someone that doesn't have psychers. 
No, no, they're, they're fine. They're fine. It's it's just you still pay points for a bonus that's primarily used against Sagas. Yeah, yeah. They got they they have they are very much a unit with a purpose. Yeah, it, it it's like it's like when you when, uh, you can use Bjorn as an, an example. Like people, if they bring an army that's built to uh, to take out tanks. And then you run into this all infantry army with no vehicles in it, and you just like half of my army or half of the points in my army they can't really do shit other than shooting marines. It's like it, it still kills stuff, but it will never make up the points. Well, here technically you pay twenty points uh, for the hexagramic wards, the adamantium will, and the ability to have a level one psyker. Oh yeah, yeah it, it's, it's not it, too bad because you're 25 points for the uh, cataphractic with the weapons. That's yeah. yeah. You're talking pre pre made character, and basically you're spending you spend the extra five points to give him the level one psyker. He's got some fun stuff there, you know. He's yeah, level but, one, he gets two psychic powers out of it, so it's not too bad. Yeah, but he's compared to a librarian. Just, mm. But just remember his uh, Santic demonology. So this character, if you actually start doing psychic powers with him, mm. which you would probably do if you have him, yeah. uh, he will fail on a double roll of anything. He will, he will apparel all the time. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah, so, so it's just yeah, if, if you cast with three dice per turn, there is a pretty good chance he's going to commit suicide before the battle is over just from doing that. Mm. I think he's he's worth it. He's worth yeah, the point. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I think I just like that. I think that's a, from a fluffy standpoint, that could be incredibly interesting. Yeah. And for some reason, I don't know why, I just I would love to see a unit of these guys done up with some nice, pa- on a painting side, some nice effects on the weapons and stuff. And I just picture them as dark angels for some, for some reason. <laughs> I really do. I don't know why. I just picture them as dark angels. And maybe it's, it's like the. Like you mentioned, Freddie, that sort of old night, like unification wars, first, you know, first and oldest tech sort of thing. I don't know. Maybe that's where I'm getting it from. But it'd be pretty freaking cool. Um, so let's bump up. Let's jump on to the next guy, and we're coming back around again to uh, to Eric. Do you want to take the esoterrorist? Yeah. Uh, let me just check him fast. Uh, he is. Oh yeah, that's the. Uh... That's the evil one of them. Evil one oh. of them. Yeah. <laughs> Define evil. Yeah, or he he can take malefic, uh, so he 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 can do some weird shit. But it it's basically um, uh, what is it? he can take level two. Uh, yeah, he can get up to level two Siger, uh, ten points each level, and. Um, Depending on which, yeah, he can take actually either Santic or Malefic. Mm-hmm. I remember, didn't I? Didn't we read somewhere that he, it was depending on his faction? Maybe not. Well, no. he can take Malefic or Santic Demonology, mm-hmm. um, and he also gets a Force weapon and Saigar grenades. Uh, or he can points. take what? Sorry, plus five points if uh, he hasn't taken. Terminator armor. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And uh, Archaeotech pistol, that's... I, I, don't re- I don't even get why, but that's a pistol, so um, it's. I, I guess it's just there. 
Uh, it's definitely not worth the 20 points. Um, anyway, the, the character, I would say he's... It's a fun character because now you some, suddenly you're able to uh, summon demons or you can use Santic to uh, counter demon summoning or counter demons in general. Um, so it, it's going to be really interesting to see people using him. I haven't really found a specific place to put him in, like in an army yet where, where he would fit because it's... Again, it's like with the other guy, you fail your uh, casting roles really easy when you're using Demonology. Mm -hmm. So you, you basically like, I don't know, I, I could probably do it for fun just to summon a Bloodthirst or something. I, I don't know. Um, ju just try that because it doesn't really matter if he, if he perils, if he's going to commit suicide to summon a, a greater demon anyway. Um, but but he's uh, he. I don't think he's going to be in any competitive list, lists. But I think he's going to be in the more fun and fluffy lists. And sometimes when your rolls are good, he's going to be uh, dishing out a fuckload of damage, um, or making it a really bad day for a demon player by removing uh, invulns or reducing invulns safe of demons. Mm. Um, so. Very interesting guy, really, and uh, it's it's a good alternative to Librarian. If you think Librarian is a bit boring, then you just bring this Demonology Librarian, it's, which is basically what he is, just a bit cheaper. Mm -hmm. So, um, yeah, and, and, and again, he also has the grenades, which is great for fighting other Saigas. So, yeah. Um, Freddie, what's your take on this? Because I've got an interest. I just had a, a slightly interesting thought, but I want you. I want your knowledge on it afterwards. So, what, what's your take on this, dude? I think it, it, well, he's cheaper than a librarian, mm -hmm. uh, and he gives, like Eric said, he gives you either a tool fighting demons, then Santic demonology. Like, <laughs> if you're lucky and you get off that uh, D blast, <laughs> D blast thing, psychic yeah. power. And then, then you have a field day, but you know, obviously that's a bit hard. But I think that, yeah, I think it's good though because it's opening up levels of psychic powers that usually been closed to closed off to the the legions before. And it it it's kind of an unstable character, and I think it, it fits really well uh, in uh, like a scattered legion force mm. or uh, some of the mid to late heresy forces of the of the traitors when they're starting to deal with witchy poos and it's not just word bearers because word bearers can have you know demonology anyway so it's it's more the other legions that kind of comes to the party and wants to rock up with some demons and also becomes like the desperations of the of the loyalists trying to do whatever they can do to counter demons so I think it's good. It, it adds a different twist to than just the normal fucking blessing librarian type dude. Hmm. Yeah, I like it. I yeah. mean, uh, oh yeah. And uh, uh, if you, if you're looking at the um, the competitive side, he is also like a character you can give the f just be using the force weapon. Put him in a close combat unit. Be have the force weapon uh, psychic power. And then just use him as a battery for the other Saiger. So basically, just generates two dice really cheap, 
and you just use him as a close combat character with instant death on his uh, on his force axe or whatever you're giving him. Yeah, very very cool. I'm 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 looking at this guy and okay, I'm, I'm this is where I need your knowledge, Freddy. Yeah. World eaters. Yeah. And psychers. Yeah, they don't like them. <laughs> they don't like them. But here's here's what I'm kind of interested. I kind of like this idea, and this is just a, a story, fluffy story idea of having this guy because I like I like the way they put it as you know, reading the little description of him. Um, you know, what is it? This they're guy's going insane. Like, yeah, kind of delving into forbidden lore and you know things like that. I kind of I don't know. I just think this guy could be kind of fun in a World Eaters army, close combat World Eaters army, trying to see if he can get, pull something off as, as purely fluff and fun um, as some sort of repressed psyker. You know, somebody's literally pushed the power down and tried to ignore it, but it goes a bit funky on him and he's, he's there. I think that could be, from a narrative yeah. standpoint, it could be a lot of fun to play with him. Well, you can always write up that he's one of the library. Like he's trying to not use his powers. Yeah, I mean, I, I like the because idea. they're getting more and more from the nails and shit. That he is kind of losing yeah. his grip to reality. He's one. He's one of the psychers that took the nails. Yeah, and that's the thing. thing as the other ones didn't. So yeah, well, that was the thing. Is I was that's what was sort of in my head. Is like this guy is basically he's taken the nails, and he is desperate to. Um, he is desperate to be, let's call it normal within the Legion and push this shit down and push this like by down. his dad. Yeah, he's got daddy issues, but then it's suddenly, you know, it's coming out. I, I, I just like the thought. I think that could be a lot of fun story wise. And it's, yeah. it doesn't, well, I think that once they go into the blood madness, yeah. maybe he gets so carried away, he starts throwing away, you know, weird shit. Yeah. I think this is this is somebody I would probably try and uh, try and throw into a list at a higher points level for that particular option, you know, to attach him somewhere or you know, ha- yeah, have have him attached on a unit that's going to be somewhere and possibly it'll go fucking insane and like you said, maybe he summons a bloodthirster or, or, or some a sm- fucking or a sm- shit. Smaller list, like uh, because you're building the narrative, so you, you can yeah. start out with uh, like you you begin pre heresy. He's a librarian, so you do like mm. like he's a librarian during the betrayal. Yeah, uh, and then he's like shit. Daddy don't like psychers. He's kind of yeah. trying to tone it down, and then he gets the nails implanted because he wants to be one of the boys, and the other psychers kind of. You, yeah. you, don't, you don't feel them in the same army, so you start up with the librarian, then he, you build off the character, then you and he gets the nail, you change into this guy, and then you see what the story takes you. Yeah, I think I think this guy's yeah, this guy this guy's doable. I think I think I might have a play with that at some point. It could be it could be interesting. Hell, it'd be fucking hilarious to throw him into his own mortalis list and for it to all go wrong. <laughs> just, just watch him move forward and they go, yeah. and something fucking, <laughs> fucking crazy just appears. It's like, shit. <laughs> what if, did if I just I do? Definitely, it would definitely be to uh, turn him into a demon at some point. Oh yeah, I would totally love to do that. That would be that. That would be legit fucking hilarious. I would love to do that. 
<laughs> but yeah, so anyway, that's that's what I'm thinking. I might I might have a play with on, on that one. But overall, I think he's he's another one of these ones that you can find a reason to have him in a list. He can exist, and he can be a hell of a lot of fun in there. Um, if you you know if you just put a bit of thought, especially into sort of the narrative side of it all. Um, so Freddie, yeah, it's time you, for, your, for your bad boy. It's time for my favorite, which you so get to talk it, about. Yeah, yeah, so we're doing like opposite. Crazy, swap, swapping the shit around. So, yeah, so it's the Legion Mortificator console. Legion so we're talking Mortic- about that, the dad, <laughs> the dad of all the dreadnoughts. Dreadnought dad. Yeah, dready dad. Uh, he's basically a type of tech marine. Uh, so he gets his uh, normal serve arm. Yeah. For some for some reason, he doesn't come equipped with artificer armor like all the other tech marines. But yeah, he gets a serve arm. But instead of uh, artificer armor, he gets a corpusant stave, which mm. is uh, strength user plus one AP four melee two handed concussive and haywire. Yeah, boy. <laughs> Sorry. It's a dreadnought prodder. What? It's a dreadnought prodder. Yeah, exactly. It's the prodder of the dreadnoughts. Uh, So basically, for it against a vehicle in close combat, roll on the haywire table. No. Yeah. Mm. So it's not complicated at all. Uh, He may not take jump pack, jet bike, or bike. Obviously, because he's going to walk around with dreadnoughts, which we're going to come to. So he has the special rule, Keeper of the Dead, which means that a a single Legion Dreadnought Talon, Legion Contempt Dreadnought Talon, or a Legion Contempt Cortis Dreadnought Talon, numbering no fewer than two dreadnoughts, must be be selected as part of the Mortificator's unit and may, contrary to the usual, usual unit size for that talon, take up to a maximum of five dreadnoughts. So basically, this dude he can walk around with two, up to five, dreadies yeah. of any of those types that I I said. Uh, and what happens is that they lose their special talent rule because they become a unit by themselves. So basically, the mortifi- mortificator and his uh, two to five dready buddies become one unit. Yeah, they become a vehicle squadron, don't they? Yeah. Yeah. Which is pretty cool. Yeah, and then the only re- re- difference between a vehicle squadron and a normal squadron is that they don't have to shoot at the same thing. So basically, they have split fire. Mm. Yeah. So they they every dreadnought can pick their own target and shoot at it. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. So split fire. So basically, I think the dreadies has split fire, but if they're running and charging, everyone has to charge the same. Yeah. So if one one runs, they all have to yeah. kind of thing, yeah. And they don't take up uh, an additional slot. It's, it's basically like a command squad, so they don't take up an additional slot to take up the mortification slots. They just became part of it. I see your uh, command squad and raise you dreadnought protection. Dreadnought command squads. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, and then the other thing is, it, they what they have the bodyguard rule basically the dreadnoughts. So all all the the hits against the unit has to go on the dreadnoughts first, even if the mortifi- mortificator is the closest model. Mortician. <laughs> yeah, unless they do the precision shot and all that shit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. yeah. And as long as the dreadies are alive, the mortificator is fearless. 
and he can't just leave it. Pretty so, useful. Yeah. So he's not an independent character until all the dreads are dead. Yeah, at which point he's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> and then they have the, the, the kind of funky thing that I don't think many people have talk, uh, thought about is that if two, more, if two or more dreadies are fighting this, the same thing, they get sunder and shred. Yeah, for their close combat so, attacks. Yeah, basically they're tag teaming. And obviously the modificator leading Astartes do not confer to Dreadnoughts in this unit in any way. And we already had a long debate about that. Well, uh, as in Alpha Legion and uh, how they can pick their, their rewards of treason and shit. Mm -hmm. And those rewards are given to them because of their Legion Astartes Alpha Legion rule, mm -hmm. which obviously does not transfer over to the Dreadnought. So even, even if you have uh, Legion Astartes Special gives you Infiltrate, yep. it means you can't infiltrate your Dreadnoughts because they can't use any of the bonuses that they get from a Legion Astartes Special rule. Mm -hmm. So that is the origin of the bonus. And we already, thank God for Forgeful picking that up quickly and answering. Yeah. The question it's, that, on that any, one any rules, even though it's a universal rule, that will affect the, the unit as long as the reason why the Mortificator gets that rule is because of his Legion Astartes rules, then it doesn't count. Hmm. So if you roll on your Warlord trait and boom, you get Deep Strike and you pick that for, for a unit and you pick that for this unit, that's fine. But if you get Deep Strike because you're a Legion Astartes, no, you don't get There's Deep Strike. Yeah. Yeah. It doesn't work. It doesn't work. Yep. Even though, so any rules that normally confers does not confers if it originates from your Legion Astartes rule. Did I make that clear or am, have I confused everyone? No, that makes sense. It's pretty clear. All right. Uh, ancient Devotion, uh, as long as the Mortificator has not been removed as a casualty, Dreadnoughts in a Mortificator unit may attempt uh, to ignore any glancing or penetrating hit uh, they have suffered. Uh, this is not a saving throw and cannot be taken against destroyer attacks. Uh, roll a d6 each time an unsaved whole point loss is suffered. On a 4 or less, you must take the glancing or penetrating hit as normal. On a 5+, plus, the unsaved hold point is ignore. Treat it as, having, as, as it's saved. So you roll for each and every hold point. It's basically feel no pain for a Dreadnought. Yeah. It's amazing! <laughs> Which is fucking bonkers. Yeah. These are, the, these are going to be like the box dreads from hell. This is so Metalis. Oh, oh Jesus Christ, yeah. That's going to be brutal i mean I, i'm yes this is my f i love this one this is so pretty <laughs> i love this guy he is already Ma about making box threads great again <laughs> oh yeah, yeah making box threads great again box uh, box threads in so metallis with all the fucking flame cannons and shit oh dude flame cannon flame flame cannons are close combat weapons yeah what else do you need? Hellstorm templates and and, and, oh. and then if you're lucky, you tag like you're facing off against other dreads and you tag team them, so you get <laughs> shred and slander. Yeah, I mean, here's the thing: I, I've been looking at this and going, I, I feel like I said I've got three contemptors builds. I'm thinking of basically going 
two of them with a ranged weapon and close combat weapon, and then one of them just purely close combat, and then literally tag-teaming heavy armor with them. Because you could run, at least, if you get two of them up close enough, run the close combat one, so two close combat weapons with Sunder and Shred, plus another guy going in with one. It's a ridiculous amount of damage you're going to throw in, and not a lot is going to survive. Um, I, I, I got a nasty idea with them too. I'm just uh, thinking. I'm just thinking. Yeah. I'm, you're looking at this stuff. There's the potential for things like knights to be taken down, warhound titans to be taken down. You know, especially when you've got your dude getting in there with haywire as well, taking off a whole point here or there with his each of yeah. it, if each of his attacks get through. Um, yeah. you know, it's gonna be nah, strength five. It's gonna be. Mm. If it's a hit, haywire, don't roll to wound, you just simply roll on the table, correct? Uh, yeah, exactly. So it's a two plus to wound vehicles. So basically this guy is walking around, two-handed weapon, two attacks base. I think it is for a console. Three on the charge. Uh, three. Three, three attack base. Three attack, okay, three attacks base. Gets one on the charge, that's four. If he hits with four of them, that's four hole points. Ow. Yeah. But the the fun what? thing... <laughs> yeah. Go on, go on. <laughs> yeah, well, one, one thing I found really fun, still now the Thousand Suns have lost or have gotten a lot of counters. Uh, at least they're getting a bit too. Um, just imagine taking that squadron and then making them zero sirens because... After the FAQ, Osiron Dreadnoughts are 50 point for the whole unit. And here you can take 5 Dreadnoughts instead of 3 as a maximum. So you can get 5 level 1 Dreads for 50 points. Or level, yeah, level 1 Siger Dreads for 50 points. Ew. Yeah. That's a pretty good price. It's not very actually. nice. Yeah. That, that's, that's not nice at all. Um, <laughs> I thought I was being cruel, but okay, yeah. Dude, ow. Um, yeah. And then, this, and then this, uh, this throw some blessings with your little mortification because you made yeah, him a level one psyker. And... Take level one for 25 points. Go on to give him twin linked or something ridiculous like that or whatever it is. Yeah, you can just make him divination. Then he can give the whole squad twin linked or reroll to hit just with divination. Just would call. be nice with reroll re re to hit with Sunder and Shred. Yeah, and. Five dreadnoughts, both in close combat and shooting for a turn. Yep, that that would work. Yep, we're Definitely bad, bad work. people. That's all I'm saying. Well, you're not bad. <laughs> Eric is a bad person. I thought I was being bad, but then, yeah, Eric dropped that, and now I don't feel as dirty. Um, but yes, <laughs> but again, I, this the unit is... would be more than 50 or more than 1,000 points. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah but dude <laughs> <laughs> damn it just dude um yeah play it in apocalypse and see what happens um yeah, let's do just do a gigantic ten thousand point game and there's one tenth of your army just dropping in and fucking people up um yeah. no, i have <laughs> to say and this is fun to run into uh to hoplites or pell tests yeah yeah I'm, I'm not gonna lie this is again i mentioned it last episode i think it was um anvils of Kono, uh, jack uh, Jack Francis Eldridge, uh, Eldridge, his 
his model for this guy on Instagram is like all I need. You know, it is just perfect. All all I need to see. Um, it, it, it's just how I see this guy, and I want one. Um, I'm gonna have to try and cop. Um, what's the right phrase? Plagiarize. Plagiarize his work. Um, Borrow his cop- ideas. <laughs> basically, steal it. Yeah, uh, because it's it's gorgeous, and I want one. Um, and yes, I, I I want one a lot. Um, and like I said, I've got three dreadnoughts ready and waiting, and they're definitely going in my world eaters list. So um, yeah. This is going to be a lot of fun to run this guy. And I think he's, like you said, making Dreadnoughts great again. Um, I I genuinely wouldn't mind getting my hands on some box dreads with this guy. Um, they'll be, like you said, Zone Mortalis, this thing could be quite fucking nasty. Uh, like uh, in a Zone Mortalis force, a small one, like, because uh, obviously he is, he is not a support officer. Mm-hmm. Bum, bum, bum. I know, bonus, and, right? Yeah, bonus. And you know, two box threads with him and Somatalis. It's like Andy's he's got Andy Andy's got a servo arm as well. Yeah, so he's not he's he's, he's not useless. Like, and they give him some you, uh, like the only thing you can't give him is a jump pack jet bike or a bike. He's buy yeah. the rest of it. Buy him artificer armor, buy him the whole fucking Jet, buy him Terminator armor. Well, you know, I mean, you're going to have to, yeah, you got be good use for Tartarus, actually. Yeah. Two up, five up, and have him running because he's not going to take the hits right away. You're running yeah. it. Well, that's not bad. Yeah, because he has <laughs> he has pretty heavy ablative armor around him. So. <laughs> just a touch, right? I mean, just a touch of ablative armor around him. <laughs> it's like, no, I've got you, biddy biddy, <laughs> <laughs> leading through. Um, right, Let, let's move on to the next one because uh, do you want to do these guys, Freddy, as well? Because I took your boy earlier. Do you want to do the nullificators? Because you love these guys. No, it's fine. I feel, I feel did, bad. You, you did the character. You might as well squad. Uh, d- double up, right? Okay. So we have we're coming up next. Now we're into the units. Now these are an elite unit, um, which isn't surprises. We did talk about how the uh, the actual character for the nullificators can turn them into support troops if you take you take him as part of your army um so these are otherwise zero to one legion nullificators they're rocking a veteran stat line um they are so weapon skill four bs4 four, uh four four one uh strength toughness wounds initiative for two attacks leadership 10 which is very nice two up save um they've got so they've got the four four guys plus a sergeant Cataphracte armor, the shock maul, the combi bolter, the hexagrammatic wards. There's, they've got the Legion Astartes rule. They've got stubborn, with leadership 10 is just grim. Um, and they've got adamantium will, which again makes perfect sense. You can add it up to five more guys to the unit at 45 points each. Um, they can, the guys, they can actually change their shock mauls. For power fists, if you want to go that route, uh, if you want a bit more heavy punching in the unit, it might be worth it at, at bigger sizes or maybe on your sergeant. Um, you can get a Toxoferrin Flamer, um, and that's any model in the unit may exchange the combi, the combi bolter for one of those for 10 points each. Now, somebody go and dig out. That's on page 302. Somebody go and dig out the yeah, stats on that. Good man. 
It's uh, nasty. I know. <laughs> the sergeant could take a grenade harness. Never a better. Oh, oh, shit. Any model in the unit may take a grenade harness at 10 points each. Um, the sergeant can exchange the shock maul for a power weapon for free, a power fist for plus 15 points, or a thunder hammer for plus 10 points. That feels weird. Like they got the prices the wrong way, the points the wrong way around? Yeah, that's actually weird because the Thunder Hammer is a better power fist. Yeah, it's usually, well, you get that, and it's usually more expensive on other, whatever, maybe it's more thematic. I quite like it. Uh, it would be nice to see, you know, Thunder Hammers being used outside of um, most Salamander Prayer tours. Um, so I'm going to go through the rules for the Shock Mauls and the Hexagrammatic Wards, because these yep. are important. So I'll Shock Mauls. Yeah, please do. So these guys are ba- the fluffies. They're based on Volkite weapon technology, which automatically so cool. makes them epic. Um, so they are strength user plus two AP four. They're a melee weapon, and they have deflagrate. Yep. Hmm. Yeah. Nice. Volkite yeah, clubs. Uh, Volkite clubs. <laughs> Volkite fuck you clubs. Basically, I like it's because it. I am in love with everything Volkite. I used. I, this, I can't this disagree is, with you on this. I, I would feel this unit used to have Terminators with Volkite clubs. I don't give a shit. <laughs> this is yeah. the shit. Volkite club Terminators. Now that, that, this is, that's good. That's good. And there's nothing wrong. That, that is, Against that, Mechanicum? Holy oh, fuck. Yeah. I was going to say, this makes the, all of those bits so far, but we've even talked about what they get as far as this flamer is concerned, makes them pretty boss I'm, i would be happy with this unit adamantium will all that jazz nice hexagrammatic wards however brings them into their own when it comes to fighting demons or uh anything as it says here it, uh, yeah when targeted with a shooting attack close combat attack or witch fire psychic power by a model with a demon or demonic uh, demon of the ruin storm special rule a model with a hexagrammatic ward May re-roll any failed invulnerable saves made against that attack. Yep. Damn. Just good against the demons. Yeah, but this it's just a nice dab. It's a, like I, I don't care about it. the other shit. I think I think this is great. I think this is this is what I love this because a it, it just you know that's their job. That's what they're there to do. But it's just a really lovely sort of fluffy feel to it as well. And that's you know effectively against demons. You've got a four up rerollable involve, so you know four up, four up. That's that's not going to hurt, um, especially as there's lots of things that can do nasty damage at AP two and smack you pretty hard. So that that's never a bad thing. Um, come on, Freddie, th- give, right. uh, give us the 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 fun. Well, I'm just going to do a little bit more because it's uh, it's a bit different. Uh, Toxiferon weapons. Yeah. So they're broken down in Toxiferno Flamers and Toxiferno Toxiferno Cannon. Ooh. Uh, the Toxiferno Flamers, obviously, mm-hmm. you can have them on Nullificators, but also uh, Legion Destroyer Space Marines may change Hand Flamers for Toxiferno Flamers for free. Ooh. And why would you want to do that? Well, you want <laughs> to do that because it's a template, Strength 4, AP 5, Assault mm-hmm. 1, Poison 3 Pros, Tainted. Oh. Uh, and why is tainted cool? Well, basically, it, it removes well. any psychic blessing on the target that it hits, Ooh. and 
any wound rolls on a of a six is a becomes AP two. So it's nice. kind of yeah. So it's kind of rending without the armor penetration. That's that's but it not also a bad removes, thing. Removes fucking blessings, which is awesome. But just three poison three plus this this against mechanicum could be nasty. Mm-hmm. I'm just thinking okay. about that that on a unit of destroyers that somebody decides to charge. <laughs> Ow. <laughs> D D D three four three up poison now. And then uh the Toxiferno cannon. Any Legion contempted dreadnought or contempted quarters dreadnought may replace either its close combat weapon, an inbuilt combi bolter, or its twin linked heavy bolter with with a Toxiferno cannon for ten points. And why would you want to do that? Because it's strength seven, AP four, <laughs> heavy one, shred, and tainted. And the tainted Damn. rules, I said, is removes any blessings. Basically, <laughs> rending. Uh, mm. And it has shred. Ow. Th- this is <laughs> the heavy flamer from hell. Blood works. <laughs> so this is so mortalis. Could be nasty as fuck. Flamestorm cannon and this bad boy. Here we go. That's a yo- ma- that is literally the yo mama he- heavy flamer. <laughs> That's nasty. That is just nasty. I love it. I want ten of them. They sound awesome. <laughs> they, they, yeah, they sound amazing. Um, yeah, I got, I got nothing for it. I mean, Eric, what's your take on this, dude? They are really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing is, it's still one moon terminators. Yeah. Um. So basically, they still go down to a rain of boulder shots. Um, so yeah, but if you know you're going to be fighting demons, I would always bring them, always. Um, but still, they are outshined by uh, by other uh, terminators. Yeah, but I think that the the upside of these guys compared to the point cost for normal terminators, it's yeah. it's two hundred twenty five points for these. That's not bad. Yeah. 220, yeah. Oh, no, sorry. I'm looking at the wrong unit. 220, yeah, 225. Yeah, 225, yeah. That's not bare if you're uh, stocking them up against normal Terminators. Yeah. It's it's about the same as Segment. Yeah. Yeah, no, but Segment. <laughs> segment, Segment. Um, <laughs> but, I mean, segments. you know, you've got the Leadership 10. You've got the uh, Stubborn in there yeah. as well. That's going to make yeah, some the, big differences. The stubborn, is, the stubborn is really important for them. And, I mean, well, it's... This could this could end up being another you know six seven hundred point Death Star if you throw in the character if you throw in something else to back it up a bit more yeah um, that's without putting it but again you know ten of these guys half of them with the flamers if nothing else if not more yeah I mean you're gonna be removing stuff in shovelfuls yeah, just I'm, the I'm, amount I'm, of hits and the shred say, and the poison. Yeah. Warmonger with that was this unit with the flamers. That was my first thought. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that was my first thought. Is like that, these guys with the warmonger. Ow. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> because honestly, if you make them into a seven hundred point Death Star, they will still lose to another seven hundred point Death Star. But if you yeah. bring like five of them with a warmonger, or maybe eight of them and a warmonger or something. Then you you it's not a Death Star expensive unit, 
it's just you know right under and it's still enough to kill most close combat units and on top of that you got a counter to uh, demons and thousand suns uh, just in the unit itself um, so so that way you can kind of fit it into any army and not completely fuck over yourself on points yeah um, well they, they they cost 50 points more than normal terminators for those 50 50 points you get stubborn you get way better leadership and yeah. you get your sergeant that has an extra weapon skill and an extra attack yeah it, it, it's a good unit definitely yeah so yeah. those 50 Compared points like if, if you're looking at a, a normal terminator squad in this one those extra 50 points gives you a lot of things that i think is definitely worth it because yeah. You don't get that many because all the other upgrades cost the same as a normal Terminator squad. So, but I'm I'm comparing them to multi wound Terminators in the Legions. Yes, they are way better than normal Terminators, but no, they're not better than, for example, the Salamander Terminators or Segments. There's not a lot better than those guys, though. Those guys. Yeah, but are you're really taking the, the the extreme of the extreme. Oh, yeah, think yeah, about yeah. like I don't know other Legions that don't have those. Yeah, like, yeah, but somewhere. Would you take Gorgon Terminators instead of these? Yeah, yeah I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just saying there's some way in the between. the fucking Imperial Empress Children ones. Oh, the Phoenician. The fe- yeah, Phoenician. I know. It makes me sad to think that the, the best Terminators that should be in the galaxy are like the worst. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I hear you, man. I think it's. I think the. Um, I think the, these guys are. Just after talking about them, prime candidates for the we're gonna fuck you up with flamers as we deep strike in behind you, um, type dudes. They're grim as fuck, and yeah. I, I like it. The three plus poison, except for death guards, I guess yeah. everyone else with fucking five or ten terminators, they're gonna make sure that they just they, they're gonna cover a lot of fucking people. Sheer weight, sheer weight of sheer weight of template related hit, the the wounds, the shred, the the everything is going to make these things so freaking heavy hit if done right with the right. Let me say, doesn't have, don't even have to use the the um, the uh, console to deep strike them in. I mean, you can just. Stick them in a transport and gun them up the field and jump them out. Yeah. They're going to make it somebody's day very bad. The only drawback is that I have no dedicated transport, but you know you can always use up uh, another slot for that. Yeah, you know they might be unless, might unless be you to... run a ride of war, which gives them uh, dedicated transports. Buy them. Um, um, just these would be ideal for a basic drop pod. Yeah, an Avalos drop pod. You know. In you go, five guys, step out, fuck your day up, basically. Flame. Yeah. Flame and deflagrate with your fucking deflagrate sticks. Yeah. It's like, you don't like this? Guess what I'm going to do to you? I'm going to touch you in the bad place in a minute. Um, <laughs> yeah, these guys are brutal. Um, so, yeah, overall, general, I think I think it's all, all generally positive about these dudes. Um, so we've got some more units. To go over, and these these guys are the next units to go over are um, really just. I think it's it's super positive cleanups, as we said earlier, to um, a couple of the newer tank models that to newer tank units that come out. Um, the 
needed some love. So, I mean, let's let's, let's kick it off. Uh, yeah. Let's kick off with the the Omega. Do you want to do you want to take us on that one? The changes. You know what we got going on here. Yeah, I can do that. Uh, I've actually it. been playing it. <laughs> yeah, um, amazingly, uh, it's unfortunately still useless. Uh, really? Yeah. It's okay. like the rules. It it's it had a slight point drop. I I don't remember how much, but not that much. Mm-hmm. Um, and like the plasma cannon is cool when you use the volley because it's six mm-hmm. shots, strength seven, AP two, twin links. Mm-hmm. But the problem is you still have the Aquas tank, which can shoot eight shots at strength eight AP two. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not twin link, but you'll get about the same amount of hits in anyway. Mm. And the Aquas tank instant kills, uh, which the uh, plasma wouldn't. And the sustained burn, where it's one strength nine AP one shot, why would you ever do that when you can just buy a Vindicator Laser Destroyer that's way cheaper and has three shots? True, fair point. Um, so, so I'm like... Yeah, the tank looks amazing. I actually have two of them. Um, but it's it's just so bad for the price. And if, if you buy two of them, you could have uh, three Vindicator laser destroyers for the same price. Yeah, I mean, the models are great. I won't lie there. Uh, I still think, uh, doing a shout back to uh, Matty Kane and his, his actual converted version where he used the... The plasma cannons from the um, uh, Daradeo. Thank you very much. Yep, good yeah. catch on the Daradeo. That I think was a real winner um, as far as the model's concerned. But yeah. I don't know. I, I I I want to like them. I want to like them so fucking hard. I really do. Uh, yeah, I mean, the points have gone down. Obviously, yeah. they can be taken in twos now. Which, yeah, which you know. Over the Arcus, that's the selling point if you want to bring them. Like, if you are, if you have problems with your heavy slots, well, then you can bring uh, two of them and instead of having the Arcus, um, because they will get, then they'll have 12 plasma shots. Mm-hmm. The thing is, they also, uh, they don't have to stand still to shoot. So you can drive 12 and then they have uh, 24 in range. Where the Arcus tank only has 36 on its uh, stationary launcher. Yeah. Uh, so it, it, it has 48 in effective range, where the Arcus only has 36 unless it wants to move, in which case it also has 48. Um, so, so it's like they... It, well, it's got effect, hang on, it's got an effective range of 36 if it moves. There's 12. Oh, yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, sorry, yeah. So the Arcus still has... Yeah, sorry, yeah. my mistake. I, yeah, I, the Arcus still has a longer range. I think uh, an an easy fix to make this way more competitive without changing the points or anything mm-hmm. is to do the sustained burn increased range for that. And that would just sort everything out. Yeah. I could go with that. Do, do the sustained burn 48 inches. Bam. Because yeah. you double, you add a, like, like the, how they used to have back in the day when I played. Remember Rogue Trader or Second Edition um, mm. 40k, where yeah. you can shoot your plasma cannons, mm. either either with the either with like the the small template or the big template. Yeah, that's and a then good you got like actually, yeah. yeah, you get like longer range because it was more concentrated, so you got yeah. longer range. 
So I think that if you concentrate, like you focus your fucking fire instead of shooting lots of uh, like light powered shots mm -hmm. on close range. Yeah. You do a concentrated beam on a longer range. Yeah. Well, here's, here's, my, here's my counter so I think to that. 48, 48, like, I don't know, Eric is the ruled man. Mm. But if you put the sustained burn on 48 inches, yeah. this bad boy has longer range than the normal Sikaran because, like, it's, it's yeah. fucking 30 points difference. And Yeah. Honestly, I, I would say I, I agree on the range increase. I would argue that for the points it costs that you should actually have it if you made it a heavy two weapon instead of heavy one and gave it the same range because you still when you compare it you still have the laser destroyer with 36 inches range and three shots mm -hmm. for a lower price okay. so here you get a stronger tank with uh, uh, if it had two shots i would be buying it well you if you're looking at this i mean you are you you, you got the speed on the plasma burn rules right yeah so, I mean, on a four up, you know, if, if it loses one or more hole points as a result from this weapon on plasma yeah. burn. So, this is the bigger weapon. I mean, let's be fair, it's the bigger weapon. It's mm. twin linked. It does get hot. Fair enough. If you but do again, it on a four up, it gets, yeah, but on a four up, it gets an additional hole point. So, you technically, there is a chance well, of getting three yeah. up. But the, the thing is, a hole burn, it says, you know, it says uh, if the attacker is only glancing hit, uh, it's one. It's one an extra one. If it's a penetrating hit, it's an extra D three. Oh. But the problem, is, the problem here is still, hmm. it's a heavy weapon. It's not ordnance. Right. So you are strength nine. If you hit a tank, let's say an armor thirteen, that's pretty normal to meet to meet an armor thirteen. If you're only strength nine, you need to roll a five just to penetrate it. So. Yeah. Even if you fire, you, you're probably going to hit because it's running. Uh, but if you hit against, you only have a 50% chance to do anything against a predator in the front. Mm. Um, you, you have, out of those 50%, you have two-thirds of doing, of doing a pen. Yeah. But out of you know, that half chance of uh, doing anything, you then have half of that chance of doing more than just one hundred point or being lucky and exploded. So, so, so it's basically the chance of doing anything. And I've tr I've played with the tank because I've played in some narrative events where I wanted to do, you know, the narrative not uh, yet yeah, kick ass list. And it's the same every fucking time with the tank. It does nothing. I think I've. Yeah once or twice tried that it gave an extra hull point and that's it um and and apart from that i've just been using it against terminators because it's so useless against tanks because if, if the weapon was ordnance i would be fine with with it having just one shot because then you you potentially do a lot of damage with one shot but mm -hmm. it's heavy it's you lose so many of the hits by not rolling high enough on your pen roll um and yeah I, I i i just find it so useless when when i've tried it i only use the multiple shot or the plasma volley where you can shoot six shots because that kills terminators um so and, See, and now, here's, here's the thing i'd be here's what i'd be interested in is the potential of the if i, I like what you were saying freddie like the concentrated shot um 
and like increasing the range. But with the sustained burn, maybe changing it to a template weapon. Yeah, you could do that too. Giving it a a five-inch blast. Yeah. Heavy one, five-inch blast. It's still got the plasma burn option for going against vehicles, so you could potentially hit two vehicles. You know, you've got that option for us. Uh, probably five, five inches or, too big, I guess. Or you could make well, three, it. three could work. I mean, I'm just saying it's a template weapon gives you chance of making that one shot multiple hit multiple targets. So it has a possibility. Uh, yeah. You've still got the twin linked as far as like scattering and everything, which works as well. Um, you've got to roll the gets hot. So that, that happens. And then, you know, the plasma burn could be useful. And... You know, that's another possibility. That's what I'm saying. It's another way of yeah. looking at it. Because again, I mean my my personal favorite plasma weapon on a tank is still the predator of the plasma executioner. Yeah. Which, is, which is also way better. <laughs> which is also way better. And even yeah. fucking cheaper. Uh, yeah. and it is a, it is a staple of most of my armies because it is it doesn't get hot. You've got three templates. Yeah out which makes it effective so i think this this uh, for me I, li- I like the like you said i like the plasma volley i think the sustained burn needs something more the sustained burn could be really fun with another thing if it like let's say you kept it on the same target mm. and it gained extra strength or like had had the rule where it gave maybe one extra hull point damage Per turn, you focused on the same target. So just just having it like a beam that you just pointed at something and just kept on pointing at something mm. until it died. Well, I, guess, I guess you can increase your armor penalty six for yeah. each turn you shoot yeah. target. So, so basically, basically, make it like a super heavy killer by saying, well, if you point at that super heavy for like three turns, the super heavy is going to suffer. But if you just fire once, then well, it's it's not going to do much, um, but it basically sustained burst is useless. It's useless. Yeah, and I mean, it, you know, again, there's some, there's some that that's something that that can be tweaked and worked on, and I think that might be something they come up to. And I think there's, you know, there's a just one more rule thing to pick up on was the just the um, the volatile plasma containment thing uh, that you can literally get. A, <laughs> when, um, when you have one whole point left on this bad boy, you're just going <clears> to <throat> fucking flat out it into the enemy's department. Oh, yeah. You go nuts <laughs> because at the end of the day, you then start firing your gun. And if you go, if worse comes to worst, you get a get hot, gets hot result. You blow yourself up, but you go up with an explode results, which is plus two strength and plus, um, what is it, plus three inches to the radius of the blast. So, you know, you suddenly become a one, one wound. Um, Fucking suicide bomber. Um, so yeah, you go for it basically. Yeah. Um, but I think we could, we can spend... right? Yeah, something. I think we could go forever on that one. So let's jump on to the next one. Uh, Freddie, do you want to pick up on this one? Yeah. So this, this, this one? well, it's going to pick up now because the basic the current again is the Punisher. So it is the Sicarian with the big massive fucking minigun on the turret. That's uh, so cool. <laughs> I know. Uh, so he has a Punisher rotary cannon, so big as rotary cannon. Range thirty six, mm. strength five, AP four, heavy eighteen. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. And the thing, uh, and it has the special rule called Rolling Thunder, 
which means on any turn which the Sicarian Punisher does not move in both the movement phase and the shooting phase, you can elect that the Rotary can engage the rending special rule for its shooting attacks. So basically, when you don't go fucking flat out in the shooting phase, you, you make all the shots rending. Yeah. And that's and a change from the original. Yeah, yeah, I mean, it's gone up by 10 points. Yeah. yeah before you had to stand still the entire turn. Yeah. yeah, and that's the thing. You don't lose a turn of shooting when you're using yeah. Rolling Thunder. That's that's huge. Yes, yeah, that, that was yeah. just ridiculous. Yeah, but yeah. That, that's huge. That now makes this thing legit as an option. And the fact Still. that you can choose to take rending, yeah, as well makes it it's better against uh, infantry now than normal Zikaren. Where yeah. before it was statistically better against uh, militia, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, haha, congratulations, you're statistically better than militia. Yeah. Uh, militia. <laughs> that uh, was literally. Uh, before, yay? <laughs> yeah. Literally before it was armor, it was toughness three models with four plus or worse armor. It was better at killing them than a normal Zikaran. Anything else, it was worse. So yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I, I'll, yeah. Freddie, what's your take on this one, bud? Yeah. No, no. I think that uh, first of all, not losing a turn of shooting—that's good. Uh, not making it forced to stand still—that's also good because it's a fucking. It is a fast tank, so it shouldn't fucking lose from standing still. Mm-hmm. Uh, you shouldn't. <laughs> there should be no incentive for standing still. That's what I meant. Uh, so I think that they. This one, they they kind of nailed points versus rules. I kind of I, I don't have the same issue with this one as the tank destroyer Omega one. And once again, you can have two of them, which is fucking awesome. I love the tag team, that the one to two, in a in a unit. I love the whole tag team composition nowadays. It's fucking yeah. awesome. Mm. Yeah, it's all about tag teaming. Um, and yeah, I do like the thought of having two of these in an army now. They 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 sort of feel like they live up to the potential that they had when they were first released. Because I, I remember when uh, back when they came out, it was like you, me, and Chris on the podcast, ready. Chris and I were like, these things are fucking amazing. They look a bit ganky, but, you know, we can fix that. But there's just, they're missing something. And I really get the feeling they've, they've nailed that now. You know, they, they fit in a Marine list. They fit in a Marine on Marine list, you know? Yeah. And I, I personally, I really like that. I think that's awesome. It, it's like, yay, they're back. Let's, you know, these things can be valid. Let's do something with them. Um, yeah. Uh, is, is anybody going to be adding them to their armies here? Is the question. Uh, I got one that I'll be trying out now in my armor breakthrough list. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I want to add some to my children, but I haven't, I haven't actually bought some because I've been distracted with too many other projects. <laughs> too much to do. Um, yeah, it's always the way. And then we've got the last last entry to pick up on here for the Marines is our beloved... Uh, <laughs> the one that everyone loves. Uh, the tank that can do nothing wrong. At least you can only take them one at a time. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, the, that, uh, having them as pairing them up might be a bit brutal. Let's be fair. There, there's, 
I don't I, know. Give me one drawback about this. They're not um, twin. They're not twin linked. You need two of them because people always kill the first one in turn one. That's true. And why do they kill the first one in turn one? Because it's fucking horrible. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you don't, you're going to get raped by it the next turn. <laughs> yeah. I, I used two of them at the at the if, at Adepticon. They had one of the events of the Bring the Best You Got tournament, and I had two of them. And seriously, it, it was it didn't matter how you tried to put them on the table. People would just focus them. The the one game I played where I didn't get focused off the table, they literally killed like eight hundred points each. They were just it, it was ridiculous. They just shot everything off the table. Yeah. And if everyone's wondering what we're talking about, it's the Aquas tank. <laughs> yeah. So your, your friendly little fucking artillery yeah. tank. I, I yeah. call them the friend makers. <laughs> yeah. I mean the only way they could make this nastier is if they gave them twin linked. Yeah. Because I mean you are still firing on you're still firing on a Marine's ballistic skill. Um, yeah. which isn't anything to sniff at. You're still hitting on threes, but there is, I mean, I've had it literally where I've sat still and I think I've rolled six, maybe seven of the eight dice at two or less, two or twos or ones. Yeah. But you just and I guess that, is, I guess that. that's, I guess that is the payoff though. <laughs> Everything else you get from it is you have to suffer those moments because they are yeah. kind of soul destroying. But you just um, put them next to an ammo dump, then they can reward once to hit. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, or you put it so I can next to them. So, the next level of friend maker. That's yeah. that was the friend maker. So this is like the the friend frenemy maker. The yeah. friend, the, the maker, no lube. Um, yeah, yeah you, it's. You uh, comment on how a good friend or what a good friend you'll be if you do that. Yeah, they really will. Um, but you know, they're literally. This is hashtag perfection. No, no, no messing with perfection. You can't fix it. It's perfect. It does what it does. It's beautiful. Enough said. Yeah, it's beautiful. It is. Fucking Iron Warrior, man. This is rolling fucking heavy support, damn near perfection. This thing's amazing. But didn't they actually lower the price by five or ten points for it? No, I think it was always two. It was always fixed at two hundred five. If memory serves. Okay, because I thought it was like 215 before or something. No, but I'm anyway. pretty sure it's 205, but then did, yeah, you've got the... Don't forget, you've got to then start buying the upgrades and stuff, so that makes... Yeah, they, they, they get expensive. They get expensive. Worth every point, if they live. Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, so, I'm, I'm, wait, I'm waiting for the full-on cheese where you get one of these on top of a void shield generator. Well, well I guess we should... should uh, <laughs> we should indulge this now. Why the these fucking bad boys are so good for people that haven't faced them yet because they yeah. have nice friends. Yeah, uh, which is the basically <laughs> they they come they look like a, a Sikoran whirlwind or a Scorpius. Yeah. So they have a twin yeah. Arcus launcher. So you can uh, pick a couple of warheads. Do you want to go through the warheads, Eric? Yeah, I can do that. Sure. Um, yeah, the the basic warhead. Is the really fucking nasty one? <laughs> uh, four shots and strength eight, AP two. They have two special rules that are both ridiculous. <laughs> um, the first one is cluster warhead. 
So if you roll a penetrating hit, you roll a D and roll that amount of times on the pen table and choose the highest. Yeah. Which yeah, means it's the same, average, as, a it's the same as a Zyphon. They, they explode a tank with armor 13 or lower. Uh, oh, sorry. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Armor, uh, no, armor 12 or lower every time they fire. Uh, 13, they are about 50% chance of exploding it. Um, apart from that, they have thermal terminal tracking. So they, they successful jink and cover saves against the, the weapon must be rerolled. And so basically, they with strength 8 AP2 at 36 inches, you can uh, shoot down bikes, jet bikes, yeah, terminators, whatever, pl uh, almost planes if you can hit them. And the tank itself has a rule that if it doesn't move, you can fire double in the shooting phase. So they actually fire eight strength eight AP2 missiles. Yeah. Which is fucking bananas. Yes. Yeah, it's, it's a ripple fire rule. I don't, yeah. Uh, yeah. But you, you don't really need to, to sh shoot the, this one against planes because you have the Sky Spear warheads, which are fucking. Which is basically yeah. the same, range 48, strength 7, AP3, heavy Actually, 4. Actually, it's important to mention, these are the long-range ones. Yeah, the normal ones are okay. 36. It's, oh, it's yeah, an yeah. easy mistake to make because a lot of people, myself included, have gone, I can shoot, oh shit, doesn't reach. Um, yeah, so yeah. remember the distances. Yeah. So it, it has the thermal, thermal tracking Skyfire Interceptor, which is fucking nasty. So you have this bad boy. Oh, here's a plane that rocked up. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the hey, I didn't didn't move. That's eight fucking strength seven. Oh, you reroll your jinx save. Here we go, Skyfire. Yeah, but then you can't use the intercept because then you only get four shots. No, because it's only the shooting phase, the ripple fire rule. Yeah, but still, like, oh well, you can use probably wait until your own shooting blast yeah. away with. It. If the plane is not pointing at you, then you just do it in your own shooting phase. Yeah. Yeah. But, but it's but, still like the, the amount of denial. Yeah. But the, this is the reason you use shaft launchers on all your militia on all your militia planes. There is a reason you can take it. You get a four plus invuln save, which you should not re-roll when you get missiles fired at you. Yeah. So militia players and uh, solar players, listen to that. Mm. Well, you um, can get it for allegiance as well. The siphon and shit. Okay. Okay. Yeah, that, I haven't used a siphon, but I've never seen it on other planes. So, and then yeah, you have yeah. the the burning warheads, the Pyrex yeah. warheads. Uh, two two shots, large blast, ignores cover, thirty six inches, strength five, AP four. Um, That's what it says on the tip. You are fighting militia, and the player is a retard when setting up. Uh, these are. Or, well, he doesn't have to be yeah, a retard. No. He just has uh, to have a lot of fucking militia. He has. Yeah. I played JP. He runs out of deployment zone. Two yeah. of these bad boys with ripple fire. Yeah, and these things are these things aren't as useless as you might think. I would use these against the White Scar army. Anything with bikes or anything that jinks, you throw these guys. You're throwing heavy two becomes heavy five, heavy four. Sorry, so you're throwing out four five inch templates. But they have armor they... against it. Pardon. They have armor save against it. You might as well just Yeah, they fire. have armor save against it. This is the thing. This is where a lot of people go like, okay, they have armor save. 
doesn't matter. I would take a fr- uh, before they change the rules. I would still take a frag firing um, quad mortar over a lot of other options because the sheer weight of numbers. And if you ignore their jink saves, they've got to go to those uh, those other saves, which aren't as forgiving because they can't. You know, these things that they 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 just lose, especially if they get re rolls or improved jink saves. You're forcing yeah. people back onto their. Arm. I I would do this. I would. Just, I I have used them. I think they're worth it. They're not worth it every turn, but if you if you're stuck, I mean, you know, if you've got something you got to go for, don't ignore it. It's worth a shot. It really yeah. is. But but why not just shoot eight strength eight missiles that you have to reroll successful jinx against instead? Because it ignores them all together. You take you take jink out of the yeah, equation. You rather have four plus yeah. save that he has to reroll than three plus that he doesn't have to. Re-roll. I would still use them. I would still I would still use them. I'm not I'm not saying that they're ideal, but I would still use them. I'm not, I'm just saying don't don't just wipe them out. They are useful. Um, Against Mechanicum and Solarox and Militia, these are nasty. Because you're in the building, I don't give a shit. You're outside the building, I don't give a shit. Let's destroy this bad boy. But I don't know the debate about, uh, like, against jet bikes, the two-plus save. I I have to agree with Eric here. You could use them against anything that's behind cover. (laughs) Anything with a cover save. Yeah, but but you only get a four-plus cover. So if you have a four-plus with reroll, then we were successful, then it's almost not a cover save anyway. And when you have strength 8 compared to strength 5, you only wound on half of it against a Mechanicum army because they usually have toughness 5 instead of wounding on 5 out of 6. Also, this, this is one other thing. They're also blasts. Yeah. They're also blasts, so you're not relying on ballistic skill in the no, same but, way. And I, that's the thing. You, you can... I, I I would say I have had fifty percent success rate with the with the Arcus when I was using it on average fifty yeah. percent of those eight shots so four out of eight I would still take that I, I would I'm saying blast they have a place I'm not saying they are optimal I'm saying they have a place so don't just oh yeah definitely but it, it depends dis- on the deployment but but I, unless you can get like four plus bikes under the template then I would not ever shoot uh, shoot that instead of the strength eight missiles. Again, it's the it's the you know stand for four or five inch blast templates. Who knows? It's worth a shot, but you know it's a it's an option. Jody just likes his templates. Yeah, I like my templates. I have a place. Yeah, even if they do get taken away from us. Um, last one, Freddie. What's the last one? Yep. Well, the last one is the fucking robot round from hell. Uh, this this is another one that, uh, depending on what kind of robots you're shooting at, obviously, because mm-hmm. obviously you have the strength eight AP two, probably better against Castellax. But this one, fucking, it's it is the rest of your robots' worst nightmare because they they have the special their strength seven AP four heavy four. Terminal tracking neuron flux, which means uh, terminal tracking was re-rolling jinx and cover saves. Uh, the neuron flux is they gain the instant death rule against models with the cybernetica cortex special rule. Bum bum bum. Yeah, but actually, yeah. We, uh, as as I'm a mechanicum player, I calculated the um, statistics on it, and yeah. actually, the strength eight missiles are better against. All robots statistically, 
they would give more wounds against a unit of robots than this one because it only has AP four. Or uh, sorry, it all robots that have armor three plus or better. Yeah, no, but this, um, against uh, yeah. Thalax and shit, this is the. No, Thalax problem. don't have cybernetic cortex, so they don't work against that. Okay. It's only uh, it's only the um, robots, the big ones, and that are monstrous creatures. So the only thing these are actually better at killing would be um, Vorax, and that's actually it. Yeah, they get they're better against Vorax. Else, you're still better off with strength aid, aid missiles um, because they don't work on Ursarax, Thalax, and all that. They work yeah. with the bigger guys, though, right? The bigger guys, yeah, but the bigger guys, but, but have, the bigger armor guys have armor safe and invuln safe. If this um, was, is if this round was AP three, it would be wrecking them. Yeah, but the problem is against they have four shots, which can be eight. Uh, you will save two thirds of uh, of the wounds from these ones. Um, so they they are not really that dangerous because you have to hit, and as Jody said four five hits then you have to wound you wound at a four plus with against most of the robots or worse um they have one less strength than the ap2 missiles that ignore the armor safe uh, so it's basically a matter of you hope that the opponent <laughs> fails two armor saves because the strength eight missiles are gonna kill are, are gonna put in three or four wounds anyway against the normal uh, castellax uh, which is the same amount of damage you would give with these ones by instant killing one of them. Um, so yeah, they have a potential to be better, but statistically they are not better. And you pay 30 points for the missiles. Um, so I would never use them. They're, yeah, they're just not worth it. Not for the points. Yeah. Unless it's weird though. You, it, they, no, it you're running like into more Yeah, it was a weird fucking missile. Yeah, they, if, if they have, cast legs and stuff, they have uh, three plus armor saves. So. Yeah, honestly, I would go with just having one missile. Uh, if I should make them one missile, make it strength. I don't know, ten AP one or nine AP two or something. You know, so so it's dangerous against tanks that are really hard to hit, and it would instant kill. You know, the big expensive robots if it got through their inbound save. Mm. So, so it was more of a, you know, targeted. Yeah, I think like, like, like this neuron flux warhead should have AP three. Yeah, if it had that, they would then, wreck then the it would make, Yeah, but it, then it would make sense to actually pay extra to have them. Yeah, because you're you're because you're adding another fucking thirty points for this missile over the one that's already better. Yeah, on the tank that gets killed turn one anyway. Mm. Um, so, so yeah, the, the missile, the, I, I like the idea, but the missile is just not worth it. Yeah, and the range is so fucking short. Yeah, you know, it, it needs to have AP3. Yeah. yeah if it had they... AP, AP3, and it also fit with the theme that Strength 7 had AP3 with the other missiles. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, so and, and it's the same with the Pyrex missiles, the burning ones. They cost twenty fucking points. Um, yeah, but they're, they're like god god sent if you face a horde army. Yeah, yeah. So you could have them just because you know that 
you will face horde yeah. armies. And the, and, and the Skyfire missiles are 15 points, which is a fair cost, to be honest, for them. Um, so I, w when I run them, I always only bring um, the Skyfire one. Sky Spear. And then I go with Kyramid Plating because, and Dozer Blade, just to make sure that they survive uh, Melter Guns a bit better, hopefully from the front. Um, but but I've never used the other missiles because statistically, against nine out of ten things, they don't really work. Yeah. So. Yeah, they. Yeah, I think AP three. Yeah, AP three because they're already overpriced as fuck. So you might as well give them AP three because that would actually make them worth the points, considering. Yeah, AP three range points. Yeah. Uh, but I think AP3 and range 36. And then you don't have to change any of the points. Yeah. Because mm. so, basically then, then, then you're, you're... I don't even understand why they have to cost more points because all you do is you're, you're changing over yeah. one less strength, two less AP for instant death against robots. Yeah. Yeah, to be honest, they should just be there for free. And then it's a weapon you can uh, try to instant kill. Uh, if you're lucky and and the opponent fails two armor saves on a castle-like unit, then it's two robots gone. So it, it can be a lot better. Um, like it, potentially, it could kill eight robots. Um, I think I think this tank, even though it's fucking OP, I think they should increase the point cost with about fifty points. Then you can choose which ammunition it was loaded with before the game. Yeah. That, that okay. could work. But, but, but yeah, the tank is, is really good for the price. However, it's still... If your opponent knows what he's doing, it's usually dying before it's, it's actually shooting. Mm -hmm. I only think I've had a, a Sikaran Aqua fired me once ever in a game um, because either you stay out of range of it or you kill it you just don't let it shoot ever um, it, it's the most important tank in a marine army to kill yeah I still I don't know it, it's weird it's weird that you can have different missiles in the tank just yeah I think it it, it should cost more uh the neuron flux missile needs to be changed to fit in more with the with the rest of them. Yeah, uh, and you before a game starts, you have to pick one of the missiles for that yeah. game. Or two, I, I would say the Skyfire and the, then one. No, I think that uh, no, you have to pick one because do you know how a fucking one of these works. Do you know how fucking complicated it is to reload them? It's not like he's pushing a button and then, oh, now we're putting in Skyfire missiles, and oh, now we're putting in fucking Purex warheads. I have they never loaded, been They're loaded in fucking magazines. It like, makes no sense. You have to pick one before the battle. This yeah. is the future, Freddy. Still, look at the model. How the fuck <laughs> do they I change? I have no argument. I'm just saying it's the future, remember? The, the magic. Magic. Magic, <laughs> ninja magic. I don't yeah. know, but I think that it, it would make more sense, and it, and and it will look up all of them, and then it 
it becomes more tactical, flexible, but it's a bit more expensive, and and you can have you because everyone rocks the Skyfire and the fucking strength. The rest is just pointless. Yeah. So I want you to be able to lock in and use it, and then becomes tactical, versatile, and you will shoot other missiles than those two. Yeah. How about how? Yeah, I was going to say, but almost like buying them, like having them like hard points would be interesting. Like you can load them out and say you've got, you know, four shots of the or two rounds of this and one round of this or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but I was thinking fighter. Hmm. Yeah, that's that was what I was thinking. Yeah. Um, But yeah, again, (laughs) this is one of the joys of having our own events here is we can write rules if we want to have play with them. Yeah. (laughs) So uh, who knows? Who knows what might, might be coming to a rule set near you in the future? <laughs> um, the the Varangian Arcus variant would be hilarious. Um, who knows? But yeah, um, I, I think overall, what's, what's the general feel of the of the changes overall? Because I think it's about time we start uh, wrapping this one towards an end. What's the general feeling towards the the changes they've, that have been made for the Marines here? In in general, I'm positive. Very positive. Um, it's 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 you. The Zikaran tanks are awesome because you get more. You can have more than one now in a choice. The characters are great because they add more strategy to the game and counters to stuff that's maybe being overused. Um, and just in in general, the new units are fucking cool. So so I think. I don't think any of it is completely overpowered, and it's it's just going to be uh, changing the meta a lot, which is a good thing because people need to paint new models, people need to try new stuff. So, so I'm very positive. Yeah, pretty. Yeah, well, you know me. I love I love everything new and shiny. Now, now it's like I said in the beginning. I think this is gonna. We've already seen the Arcasis and we've seen the the Sikaram variants since they dropped the rule in Fortwell, and we we haven't really like at least for our event series. And I know uh, at the Depthcon and stuff, like they they said it was okay as long as it was published on their homepage and stuff. So so they're mm-hmm. not that new. It's the consoles and the demons and and kind of you know finally fleshing out the the white scars and the blood angels. We've seen I've seen white scars around for a bit. Uh, the blood angels are here and there, but I think the Blood Angels players were the players that more waited for their um, their army, proper army list to arrive than, than the, the White Scars. Mm-hmm. So, but I think we're going to see an, an, like an increase in Blood Angel players on events. You can already see on who has registered for Lincoln. Uh, but you, the Demons and the Console, I think it, it, it it's going to be cool. It's kind of, it's not going to be the same thing as the Custodes or the Thousand Sons. In that respect, that is, at it's all fucking kind of overpowerful and shit. I think this this is more in line and toned down. It 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 will be the aha factor that everything is new. I know there's already a massive debate about demons and how to out uh, their war portals, but we already discussed that beforehand. Yeah, we went through that one. That was fun. Yeah, so I think uh, we said like what three inches away from a portal. Because yeah. you, you can't get closer than that, so you can always deploy one unit. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a, it's an easy fix, but it is it is written in the demon rules, and it does say that 
take those fucking possessed marines, take those militias, uh, possessed militia. They have a f- place to be in the army because they mm-hmm. are your portal guards. Yeah, these are the one that prevents, you know, turn one portal lockdown. And it even says so in the text about the unit entries. So obviously someone has already thought about it. Okay, valid tactic to close down the portals. But here are some counters for that. If you're a demon player, get some militia and and fucking place them around the portal. Easily space, you won't be able to close down a portal turn one. Yeah, and that's that's, that's good gameplay. That's good gameplay, good good game planning, giving people a chance to... To basically make that call, do you want to take the risk or not? Yeah. Do you want to make that call and go for it and see what happens, or do you want to? Um... Yeah. Well, well, it, it also depends on how and how you place them. So, do you want to yeah. go for like all in? It all depends on who you're facing because if you're facing the whole fucking first turn seizing initiative, crazy riding, outflanking bikes or drop pod armies, well, or if you face them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure most armies have a drop pod or they have something that deep strike or something that outflanks or whatever. Well, take one unit of the militia. At least keep one of your portals safe. Yeah, do something. Think, think about it. Like think the, the, the fucking militia out. unit doesn't cost an arm and a leg. Yeah, no, they're super duper, and they're worth. They're worth. They are literally worth their time and money. Um, yeah. do it. Um. I think I'd like to say at least with the Marine stuff and what we've reviewed, like I've said, I've, I've said it like four or five times already in the episode, if not more, they are brilliant additions. I look forward to seeing how they uh, play out, how they're going to be, um, you know, how they're going to be a different thing. They're going to do to the meta. I just, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to seeing how everybody, you know, gets to enjoy the new units. I am very much looking forward to seeing what happens when I charge a number of dreadnoughts down the field um, with this guy going, move, motherfuckers, and then see what happens when they hit because I would very much like to see that. Um, And, yeah, I can see a lot of, um, you know, deep striking uh, consoles and other fun stuff happening. So I think think it's brilliant. I think it's the the sort of kick in the ass of the... Uh, the Marine Legion's needed. Book 8 as a whole has just been glorious. You know, all the fluff, all the st- all the new units, the demons, everything. I think it's just it's just another, you know, it's an out-of-the-park hit here by, uh, by the team putting it together. So congrats to those guys for actually doing it, um, putting it all together. Well done. We love you for it. Yeah. Um, Please only get better, better from here. Yeah. Please keep doing it. Um, and yeah, we can't wait to see book nine and we, we're going to have just all the fun play with all the toys that you give us. So, uh, yeah, it's going to be pretty boss. Um, any final thoughts on book eight from you, both of you guys before we, uh, well, more than, um, you know, more than you've already given just, just more, more than the, the fucking hard arm. Hard on, I'm rocking here. Yeah, exactly. More, more than the uh, desk breaker you've got going on there. Yeah. No, not here. Nothing there? Well, all <laughs> right then. Well, thank you for, like I said, thank you for joining us on this epic journey. Thank you for being part of uh, 
this four four uh four event or four episode review have no fear this will happen again for book nine and will happen again for all the books that we run out because that get run out because why wouldn't we um there's gonna be so much more coming up in the future we're going to have some of our army specials coming back up uh we're going to be catching up and preparing for lincoln um so we'll have a separate standalone event uh, episode for lincoln which will be coming out probably just a little bit after this one drops but uh be before the event which is quite important um (laughs) so that's gonna happen um and yeah if you've got any feedback anything we've talked about in this episode and you think hey i i actually agree or disagree or you know did we drop the ball on something because that's always fun to keep us on our toes um drop us a message via our facebook page or drop us um a an email brangenheresy at gmail.com you know get in touch let's have a chat see what we can do um yeah i think that's about it gents well done for being here and getting through all these normal service will resume from the next one um God knows what that'll be, but I, I feel an army special coming on. I don't know about yeah. you guys. I think it's about time we we dropped an army special. Um, we've been we've been holding out on those for a while, so uh, we'll have to see what comes up on the uh, on the ideas platform. Yeah. Let's... So, well, go on, bud. Go on. You just say something. Yeah, I'm just saying. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's get up one of those. Let's get an army special in and see what happens. All right, yeah. then, gents. Well, yeah. we're gonna wrap this one. We're calling it done. There's the official seal on it. This one's done. You've got lots of reading to do, re- catch up on the stuff we haven't covered and all the you know fun details in between that you can read yourselves. We're going to head out onto some music now. We're going to be back with our wrap-up. But it's just myself and Freddie catching up. And then, like I said, we're going to be rocking and rolling onto our next episode uh, not too long from here. So <laughs> without further ado, we'll be right back after this.
And we're back. And yes, that is, we're done. <laughs> Put a pin in it, we're done. That is the end of it all. That is the end of our Book 8 review. But you know, there's so much more stuff to go through Book 8 um, that you can enjoy at your own leisure. <laughs> Are we going to have like a listener's questionnaire and review so we can I think we should I think we're going to have to at this rate um for sure uh but yeah definitely if you you know drop us your thoughts on book 8 I mean at the end of the day we want to hear what you think about it because it's there for you there for us um and there's been so much to talk about which army are you most excited about what army are you going to be doing you well, know it's talking to me <laughs> Yeah, well, I'm talking to our listeners as well, but yeah, I mean, yeah, what's your, what's, what are you, right, we said a bit about demons. demons. Yeah, I was going to say, it's got to be demons, hasn't it? It's got to be demons, because they're just the business. Um, yeah, which which Dominion do you want to go for, though? Which, which one are you thinking? I was thinking about doing something completely fucking whacked and fucked up, so I'll probably do either Corn or the Malal one. Yeah, I like the d- demon hunting demons. That's right. That just has a brilliant ring to it of what? <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, that would be that would be so very cool to see. So yeah, I'd like to like to see that one happen. Um, I, I fuck loads of old corn stuff. I, I would probably do something like that just because it's corn. Yeah, and corn, corn is the business. But I'm tempted to like if I like I said before, yeah. If I get all those six dead uh, fucking uh, demon, oh, demonets. Well, if I get hold anything demon, <laughs> I'll do whatever you want me to do. But but those uh, horrors, yeah. Because I think I can do them as a pretty cool generic demon. They would actually look really. They would work really well. Yeah, that's for sure. And there's there's like we said earlier on this. There's so many cool sick dead models out there, and there's some really fun stuff you can throw in from even from the current range of uh, Age of Sigmar and you know all that sort of jazz. So there's some fun stuff you can throw in um, from all over the place. So that's going to be awesome. I, I'm I'm going to have to say I would love to do demons, but I don't have the the backed up resources of, of, of any sort of fantasy army or anything to plow through to make that happen. So I'm probably going to start playing with the consoles and the mortician or mortificate or whatever the fuck his name is. Um, the, the dreadnought dude for sure. Um, because I have a bunch of dreadnoughts here and they need, they need some love. And I just love the idea of this guy marshalling dreadnoughts across the field. Um, 
I'm just a bit disappointed that he can't take any sort of ride. He's going to be on foot. Um, but eh, not the end of the world, especially if you <laughs> just basically run him every turn and just get him moving. Um, you know, get not like he's some... going to shoot a lot. Uh. No, it's he, he's there to keep them in check. That's all he's there for. He is there to hold the leash and get them moving and doing stuff. Um, outside, obviously, outside of all his rules and everything, he's actually doing. But he's, um, yeah. So I've got, <laughs> got three contemptors that have have that guy's name on it. I just need to find a cool model for him. Um, and I think I'm going to go world eaters with those actually, because I think uh, you know I've got some dreadies for my uh, Iron Warriors, which I love. But I think I'm going to go world eaters with those. So my world eaters force will have have those guys rocking around in it. Plus a Leviathan as well, because I need a Leviathan. So I need uh, that. That has to exist in the world eaters force. <laughs> okay. Well, it does. I mean, it's a Leviathan. You need you need something that looks like it's literally going to rip a super heavy down, and they will do that. Uh, <laughs> But uh, no, I have to say, demons would be a, demons would be a close second. Actually, starting a new army and white scars are pretty tasty as well. To be fair, I I don't know something about that Eber, the Eben Keshig I quite like. They're just there's something about them. Um, I don't know. Maybe they work in an Alpha Legion army as a reward of treason, but um, you've still got to get past havocs and. Tyrants and you know basically anything long range firepower. <laughs> Considering we read Book Eight, it's very thematic. You use uh, certain white scars units as your reward of treason. It, I mean, it would fit, wouldn't it, nicely with the story? Yeah. Um, but again, it's you know I think I think majority of Alpha Legion players take things that fall into the we need some long range shooting and heavy firepower category. So you know maybe you find a good use for them. They'd be pretty cool. Especially if you did the painted them up with like the metallic underneath, and then had the metallic coming through under the black armor and stuff, that would look pretty cool. Yeah, that would look pretty fucking cool. Um, but yeah, give, dear listeners, give us a shout. What are you thinking of doing? What are you doing? Have you are you somebody who has just been waiting for this book to drop to then blow your load on white <laughs> scars or, or blood angels? You know. If you want to come on and chat to us about the army, you want to come do a do an army episode with us about the white scars or something, do it. Give us a shout. We'd be up for that. Um, but yeah, and fuck, that was a lot of fun. I enjoyed that book. I enjoyed that book a lot. I think we got, yeah, I think we got a bit more out of it than book seven, to be fair. Um, I don't know. Well, Just, book seven was very concentrated in one area. This was yeah. I think I think that's it. I think that's the difference. Is that Book seven was very much about where it was set and and everything in there. And this one just feels a bit more, I don't know. So it's different. I like it. Enough rambling. It's a bit, bit more like a, a book four-ish kind of feel. Yeah. Yeah. Very fair. Very fair indeed. Um, so, yeah. But we need to, uh, we need to move on because we're wrapping this episode up. Um, so... What are we, what are we shouting out? Well, we've already shouted out Lincoln because yeah. Lincoln's coming. Um, two so more weeks. two more weeks. Yep, get your tickets in, get in, come and um, 
have uh, an Come awesome time. Come and join time. the fun. Yeah, exactly. Come and join the fun. Have fun with us, and and uh, you know, just come and soak up Lincoln. Come and get get you into the swag. Get into to everything. Come and have some fun. Um, then after Lincoln, what have we got after Lincoln? It's the painting course first, isn't it? Or is it the other way? No. No, it's Raltec. Raltec first, then the painting course. See, I always forget this. It's August. We've got two events in August. What the fuck? Not used to this. Um, so yeah, we've got Raltec, the real-time event coming up. Um, and as we said before, if you're not sure about real-time, you've got any questions, drop us a message. It's a lot of fun. It's going to be a hell of a good time for the weekend. I'm very much looking forward to uh, 99% being there as a GM and having some fun and causing shenanigans because <laughs> it's what we do. It's and then shenanigans. Always. Um, and what have we got after, after, after that? We, we have, uh, at the end of August, uh, early September, we have the painting course, the Cult of yeah. Paint, uh, Military Modeling which is a three-day course um, where we're going to learn everything about realism. Yep. So bring, bring some realism to your sci-fi miniatures. Yep. And again, that's going to be with the lovely Henry Steele, which is yep. always, always a, a wonderful experience to sit and listen to that man talk about painting and then, you know, generally just sit and banter. So it's going to be an awesome time uh, and a fun event. So, We've still got some places for that, so get yourself signed up. Uh, and then we take a break for a month, um, as the month of September is where everybody gets to freak out and start panicking start painting and getting like all crazy. The, painting like mad people for... For Scandus. Scandus. Yeah. Dum-dum-dum. One, one event to rule them all, one event to yeah. bind them, you know, Fuck. all that stuff. It's so epically fucking crazy. I can't wait for this year. It's, it's crazy. People are, or people keep talking about, I need a ticket for Scandis. I can't give you a ticket for Scandis. But yeah, it's going to be <laughs> fucking awesome. So we're going to do like uh, the same setup as always, 3,500 points, no restrictions. And we're also going to do like uh, a 1,500 points, so metallis. So basically you're going to jump in, in between so metallis tables and... Uh, and your big mega fucking tables and it's yep. all going to be part of our narrative and all battles are going to kind of co-join and affect each other so it's going to be cool so yeah it's going to be you're so going to enjoy it fun. it's going to be so much fun can't wait to see it all it's going to be great to uh to have that and like we said we've got lots of people interested we want to have as many people over as possible excuse me so the worst time to have a hiccup. Um, yeah. So it's going to be an absolutely fucking baller of an event, at which point we will then drop our raffle. our raffle. Yeah, the raffle is going to, as I say, we got the raffle that weekend. That's going to be all types of fucking crazy um, with all the cool stuff that's, you know, the armies that are up for, up for grabs, the extra pieces that everybody's been throwing in, all the cool books that we've got. Uh, you know, one-off model pieces that are being painted up by people like myself and Henry and, you know, other guys are putting stuff in. Oh, dude, there's going to be so much, but you're just going to have so much heresy, like, all over you, all over the place, in a sploosh, a sploosh of heresy, um, which is going to be amazingly fun. And then we've got, um, we're going to be dropping a 
teaser for next year's event series, uh, yeah. which we're literally already starting to talk about. So, um, you know, be prepared. And just as always, we're going to have to turn it up one more notch on that counter. Um, so I think it's, it's going to... So we won't be able to turn anything anymore. Yeah, then we just... just, just so uh, every event, going. everyone brings Warlord Titans, three of them each. Are yeah, we, we're just going to be playing a, one giant, like, 10, 12 meter by 3 meter wide well, with, like, holes in the middle of the tables for people to get up in and just everybody's going to be running Titans and, you know just have giant printouts of like infantry because it's the only way it's going to fucking work with them getting taken off in shovelfuls, you know, all, all that sort of shit. Uh, you know, who knows where it ends up, but you know, we're, we're in for the ride and that's where, that's where we want to be. So it's going to be awesome. Um, so yeah, the, so we've got so much going on and there are other cool events taking place as well this year. We've got, um, don't forget, we've got BSK taking place in uh, I think it's the beginning of November, if memory serves. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah, end of September. Uh, yeah, um, and we've also got the Dirty K Boys are doing their second Ajax event in the middle yeah. of July, thirteenth, fourteenth. Yeah, summertime madness. Three and a half thousand points of summertime crazy. It was an amazing event last year, so I strongly recommend that people uh, get themselves uh, over to them. Uh, you find links for it on 30k Sweden and other places. Um, you get on over to their event, and that'll be pretty awesome. Um, and there's there's lots of other stuff taking place. So just look into your group, see what's going on. I've seen stuff go up from. Uh, oh, we mentioned last episode actually. Road to Terror um, have put their put an event up. Hopefully they've they've sold that out. I know the Juno Boys have done an event that's already been and gone and sold out. Um, like ridiculously quickly as they always do so much cool stuff man so much cool stuff in the works yeah it's going to be awesome so i'm very much looking forward to seeing that all come through um so yeah the heresy just keeps getting stronger what are you going to do huh just gonna have to you know you have to look knuckle down and do even more heresy yourself true true don't remind me um but uh you know worst case scenario you just you just like you say knuckle down Get shit done, and then when you see somebody post up "heresy is dead," giggle at them and move on, uh, because no way is this her- is the heresy fucking dead. Um, no. Hell no. Um, <laughs> so yeah. Um, anything else you want to shout out right now, Freddie? Before we uh, no, before think, we put a bomb this, that it, that's it. Like we'll we'll do our event specials and shit. So nothing, yeah, nothing needed right now. No, but like we said Maybe before. If you're interested, you want to get in touch, have a chat with us about something, or want to get involved in some way, or you want to get a, you know, get us talking about something, get in touch. Drop us an email at theverangianheresy at gmail.com. Drop us a message on the Facebook, whatever. Get in touch, and we will we will talk with you about it, and we'll see what we can do because it would be a lot of fun to have uh, people on board and seeing sort of what conversations we can have and get stuff done. Um, so yeah, I think that's it. Well, we're going to put a bow on this one then. Ladies and gents, thanks for being with us on this 80th episode. We're 20 away from uh, 20 away from our hundo, so at some point in the next 10 months we'll get there. Uh, but you know, we, st- we literally, I think, two weeks ago we had our third anniversary, third year birthday for the um, for the podcast as well. Still going strong. 
The, the lineups changed, but the heresy remains the same, and and always will be. Well, a thousand likes as well, so. Yeah, and and I know it was like a thousand likes. What the fuck are you? Some sort of so. It means a lot. It really does. We just love what we do, and we love to know that you guys are enjoying what we do as well. So that's just awesome. Um, so yeah, guys, uh, I'm gonna say it's a good night for me and me. And remember, guys, treat life like 30k. Be angry on in the streets. Be full grim in the sheets, and try not to lose your head. This is the Vrangian Heresy Podcast. Signing off. Let the body set the body.